cream, alert, 654 Jose, okay, on nothing. Welcome to Third and Eight here on Next Door Radio, brought to you by Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment. Let's get the show started with your hosts, Brandon Adcock and Jason Varner. Hey guys, and welcome back here to Third and Eight on Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. Happy Monday to everybody. Hope everybody had a fantastic weekend. I know all of us did. We all hung out together, all watched some football together, all hung out and stuff. And I even got a good nap on Saturday. And uh, you want to talk about naps on Saturday, though, Deontay Wilder in that boxing match against Tyson Fury. Also took a fat nap on Saturday night. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so check that out behind you, Jason. I sent that to Chris. That's uh, <laughs> Yeah, the Deontay Wilder went night-night, though. But I will say, man, that was a heck of a fight. Um, I, I really don't know why it was a trilogy fight. The Tyson Fury won the first two to begin with. Should have never got the third fight, in my opinion. But it was right. a big money draw. And you know what I'm saying? Deontay I think Wilder. that money draw has the, the well has emptied. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's tapped dry. <laughs> yeah. There's no more pumps running off that at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, though, if a man beat me two times, I don't want to see him for the third time. Some of these guys, man, they like he's going to wake up next week sometime out of the coma that he was put in, and he's going to start talking smack to Tyson Fury again. And somehow there's going to be a fourth fight. I just don't understand it. That's why I kind of got over boxing pretty quick. Like, yeah, if you get your tail whipped three out of three times, you shouldn't be able to talk smack. And like, really, like it's not even. It's almost as worse as it sounds because he only outboxed Tyson in one round. Yeah. And that was round four. And he, uh, excuse me, landed one more power punch. Every other round, Tyson outboxed him by the numbers and by a lot, like, you know, usually a huge margin, like nine points on each. Uh, See, I don't, even, wise. I don't even like the scoring in boxing. It literally should be, we're going to box until, until somebody, somebody gets sleep. knocked out. Thank you. I've said that for years. You should never leave a combat sport up to judges because each yeah, you know, judge sees things differently. Yeah. They're biased. And you know what I'm saying? You can't, you know, hey, leave a sport. You know, hey, you know, hey, you and who's to say what way. a power punch is? You know, yeah, Tyson well, Fury's power punch is going to feel a whole lot and look a whole lot different than Waller's, apparently. Well, they, <laughs> like, those, one of them ended in yeah, a knockout. Well, <laughs> I don't know, man. Those punches were almost all power punches because those are two extremely large individual males. But, yeah, you know, like I said, the, you know, honestly, Wilder knocked Fury down twice. You know, saying that the whole fight total five knockdowns. That's a lot of knocking downs. But, you know, you know, honestly, boxing needs some heavyweights because these guys like Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao, who are big draws for certain parts of the country, I'm not trying to see the little guys fight for twelve rounds. I don't mind it if they're going to let them keep fighting until somebody knocks somebody out. And I think every round should. Get one, you know, half a minute longer. So the first round, like two minutes. Second round, two minutes. Third round, you two minutes. You end up having like a twelve minute round. Yeah, but once you get fight. to yeah, once you get to round five, it starts going up a half a minute every round until somebody gets knocked out. I actually like that. Like that. That's how we can improve boxing. Yeah, because that would be like fun. That. Yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, UFC does should go the same way. Because I don't think a fight would make it to twelve rounds anymore. And if yeah, it boy. did, <laughs> somebody's gonna get pushed over. Poop. You know, you know, honestly, looking at Floyd Mayweather, he may be the only person who could do that because he's going to avoid the being hit for twelve rounds. But that's going to get you tired. Yeah, but it's not—he's not, not going to be as tired as you are trying to hit him. That's true. So eventually, and Floyd, you know, he was really never known as a knockout guy to begin with. You know, what I'm saying, especially later on in his career. But you know, yeah. half hour doesn't change in. You know, he may put you night night, but hopefully that trilogy is over with. Hopefully, it's not a fourth for no for boxing's sake. But. You want to talk about one more knockout this weekend I saw on Saturday night? Go ahead. Alabama. <laughs> Thank God. I'm so dun, sick dun, of Alabama. Dun, 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 dun. 
Here comes little Rocky. So technically, though, Alabama lost twice, Saturday. Did Dante Waddles from Alabama, and so is Nick Saban. And I was proud to see them both go night-night. Wow. Texas A&M and Jimbo it's Fisher. back. Yeah. <laughs> Jimbo Fisher. I love Jimbo. Honestly, I have no reason. His name is Jimbo. That's why I like Jimbo Fisher. Hey, I like him because they beat Alabama. Roll we'll Tide. A backup quarterback. <laughs> Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Just, I didn't see it coming, Woo! and I don't think nobody did, but seeing Alabama go down is always uh, you know, a happy day in my book, and I could yeah. watch that on Tuesday afternoon at 3 o'clock and feel real good about myself. But I, I liked this. I saw that one, and I liked it. And I also saw Florida that. State beat up on Carolina. That made me happy, okay. too. That's a beautiful segue for something I wanted to talk about. Obviously, the top two quarterbacks coming into college of this year were who? Sam Howell and Spencer Rowley. Yep. And Carolina and Oklahoma. Well, who's looked real bad early on? Carolina and Oklahoma. Sam Howell and Spencer Rattler in Oklahoma. Sam Howell's a really good quarterback. Yeah, he's good. But Lango's a good offense coordinator, but yeah. Carolina's defense sucks. That, and he lost, you know what I'm saying, his two running backs last year, Michael Carter, though, and I want to say his last name was William, Devontae Williams, yeah, who went out there and played with Denver, who was averaging eight and a half, nine yards carry. Yeah, it hurts. Exactly. Yeah. It, you know, obviously on first end, you turn it down, and you know, hand it off to the back, and it's, oh. You know what I'm happy about? on second down. You know what I'm happy about? What? That black and gold of Wake Forest sure does look good this year. I don't know Wake Forest was still playing football to keep it real with you. Hey, undefeated, brother. Really? Undefeated. Wake Forest, no, really, undefeated. No yeah, I had to stop myself from saying no blank, but hey, I didn't know here's Wake the Forest question. was still around. Here's the question. If they go 13-0. No. If they go 13-0. No. Because, look, here's their schedule coming up. And correct me if I'm wrong, you can look at it. I know Duke's in it, and I know that's Carolina's a, in a it. That's a W. That should be a W in theory. And I'm trying to think of who they, they play got next. Army, uh, uh, excuse me, Army next. They're in the top 25 or 16. Yeah. Go Wake Forest. Yeah, undefeated. Bro. That's what I'm saying. If they can make it a 13-0, and you look at the next stretch of three games, they're all winnable. My screen's not working. They're all yeah, they winnable. Army, Duke, Duke and USC, Carolina. and NC State. And the state gonna be now, tough State's going to be a tough game. State gonna be but tough if they can get sure. through State, then the road to 13-0 is real. And if they get to 13-0, do they deserve to be in the playoffs? Yeah, after state is Clemson, who has just dropped off a rock after Trevor Lawrence. And that, I'm just saying, uh, everybody was asking who's going to step up to represent the ACC, and here you go. Everybody thinks it's going to be, was it Cincinnati now or Pitt? Who is it? I think it's one of those two. I'm not a big. One of them in the ACC. Yeah. The one of them's in the A something. The AAC, I think, is where. The, is it Pitt? Is Pitt ACC yeah, now? Pitt's yeah, ACC. So everybody thought it was going to be Pitt, right? Because Cincinnati's playing well. Never mind. I take that back. Everybody thought it was going to be Pitt. But. Here to state and really Wake Forest. And everybody think they're, they're going to fall off State's the map. State's always had like a very quietly no, State's like ignorant. good program. State's ignorant. State let Russell Wilson go. I mean, just because he wanted to play baseball, yeah, that was a very stupid decision. Stupid. Very, you want to talk about Russell Wilson? Killed their quick? program for like 10 years. Well, he killed my fantasy team by injuring his finger. <laughs> what, Chris? Nothing. I okay. got nothing. He said, well, he shook his head. I think he has <laughs> uh, but answer my question, though. If they what? go 13-0, should they be in the in the college playoffs? No. It's Wake Forest. You need to have some kind of, you know, hey, any, you know obviously we've seen teams. I hate over. college because of this crap you're about to say right here. Go ahead. Okay. It's Wake Forest. Yep, it was Texas Great. A&M. Well, then, well, yeah, that's fair. I still think Texas A&M will roll, you know what I'm saying, the Wake Forest right now by 20. But you don't I mean, know. Well, that's fair. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, but if that happens every year, if it's some team like Coastal Carolina, Wake Forest, teams like that, you know, who go undefeated? Uh, hey, Boise State, you know what I'm saying? When Kelly Moore said it was a big one who was every year, it was 12 and 0, 11 and 1, 12 and 0, 11 and 1, you know, 12 and 0, 12 and 0. Then expand the college playoffs. But to what? Oh, I'd say 64 teams. 60? But this ain't the NCAA tournament. I'd say it's treated just like that. You know what's going to happen? Even if you expanded, the number one team was left out. Uh, yeah, um, hey, Target State is mad because Walmart University got in at 64, and we need to riot and throw signs up on ESPN and complain to every committee on earth that Target State didn't get into the playoffs. No, no, no. no. What they need to do is they need to get rid of these power conferences, split the teams up into divisions just like in pro, and, you know, even the divisions. It's too was, many teams for that, though. Not really. It's e- 32 teams in the league. Yep, Okay. That's the SEC and HEC alone almost. Okay. Yeah, but you got to think about every little small conference, like the Sun Belt, the AAC. That's fine. Teams like that. All Division One schools, all Division One A schools, you know, divided up into divisions of eight, evenly matched, you know, across the board, separate all the SEC schools out, separate, you know, really divide up the conferences, even as possible. Yeah, but that's 130 teams. Okay. All right, so you, you got, so so in that case, at let's just say 10, t- 10 teams of division, you got thirteen divisions. So you bring two teams from each division, that's twenty six. I could do that a lot better, you know what I'm saying, than you know. Right, that's you know, what I'm saying. You know yeah. what I mean? Like do twenty six teams. Yeah, but you know, and I hate to say it, it's still at the end, it's gonna be I ain't gonna say Clemson this year because Lord knows they But I, that's what I'm saying though. If you, you divide all where, the division one A schools Right, and you could do yeah. the same thing for the Division Two A, the Division Two schools, all the way down. But you start with those the division. lower divisions do have a, I want to say a former playoff of some amount of capacity. I want to say yeah, but you do similar it similar to like a normal yeah, you know, playoff structure. Do it for Division One A schools. You set it up. You divide them up evenly. You set it up, and you say, "All right, here we go." Yeah, but see, how would you determine who was where? So the first thing you got to do is fix college football. Oh, sweet Jesus. I got to hear a plan on this. Well, no. Far away. <laughs> hey, all recruiting, all okay. recruiting is equal to all schools. Recruiting dollars are evenly distributed to all schools because all of them, for the most part, are public schools. Okay. So no public school should get an advantage of any other, over any other public school. And if the private schools want to compete, then they fall under the same guidelines. You get X number of dollars to recruit players every year, and it's all equal across the board. So now the days of Alabama being able to recruit everybody is gone. Now you've already made it legal for the players to make money off their name and likeness. That's fine. Now make it more fair. Hey, every school gets the same amount of scholarship dollars across the board. Then we take every school in Division One, divide them up into an equal number of divisions, and the top two teams out of every division goes. Fair football. Except... The same coaches who are recruiting against each other year after year had the same amount of recruits, the same amount of visits, the same amount of stuff. It's how the school is set up as far as your facilities, the practice field, and coaching staff. So me and you could have the same kind of, you know what I'm saying, the advantage as Nick Saban. If me and you walk into a living room, you know, and obviously, the, you know what I'm saying, at 530, here comes Nick Saban. He ain't going to hear anything me and you got to say. I disagree. The colleges, the coaches who are cream of the crop are still going to rise like every single time. Plain okay. And simple. Okay. So the cream of the crop coach might get the 
20 recruits that he wants that year, whatever his recruiting so class is. No, no, no. Recruit. He might get the 20 recruits he wants. Okay. Or he thinks his best. Okay. But then somebody's going to get the 20 they think are best or pretty close. And I don't I don't tell what you're telling me. I don't know that the facilities in Alabama is any better than the facilities at USC. I mean, no, because those schools are very comparable. Those aren't the schools I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking like Alcorn State or, you know, here close to home, Duke and Wake Forest. You know, obviously Wake Forest is private school, I want to say. But, so is you know, Duke. Wake Forest. Yeah, so is Duke. Those schools on no level, they're going to be able to, you know what I'm saying, to compete with, you know, Alabama, Clemson, USC, and teams of the sort. Yes, they could. Why wouldn't they Why be able to? Why they now? They playing fields level But it's the not level across the board right now. You get right the now. same infractions no. for cheating. No. You get the, the not, only difference is, though, is not the revenue. It's not fair right now. Brother, you can't tell me that Alabama gets the same number of recruiting dollars as North Carolina right now. Heck no. Have a better program. How I mean, can, Alabama. How laid, can you win the system stacked against you? It's dude. not because Alabama, okay. almost, Alabama laid dormant, honestly, from Bear Bryant until Nick Saban almost. They were a trash program. Nick Saban, you know, obviously left Miami and turned the program around. Because Alabama, though, was never a powerhouse, though, when I was coming up. It was USC, though, or Pete Carroll, who's In a time when it was the Wild Wild West and you could cheat as long as you didn't get caught. It's like that now. All college athletes, like all college exactly. athletes, are like that now. So if all you know college athletics is fair, is cheating across the board as you just stated, we're it's not fair right now. Ex- school yeah. certain schools have far superior recruiting dollars to other schools. You also got way better coaches than other schools. That's how that thing. Nothing happens. to do with that. Okay, so Carolina was the same school. You're right? telling me that Nick Saban? As as hold on, you're telling me Nick Saban is the best coach in college football history? Or right now in college football? I don't think so. I think he's luck of the draw, and he gets the cream of the crop. Yeah. He's a great recruiter. Yeah, but go back and look at his recruiting classes. Some of them are behind Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, you know, Notre Dame. Like, Nick, obviously, I think Nick's you make the best a fair, coach I've ever seen. You make it fair across the board with recruits, with recruiting dollars. Every school gets equal dollars. The facilities will become equal before you know it. And you open up a true playoff for the top two equally divided divisions, game yeah, over with. Yeah, but Carolina has been the same school as far as I've been alive. I'll tell you the what. Mac Brown comes in the door. You do that, I think pro football might go out of business. And Mac Brown comes in the door, and all of a sudden Carolina's getting five-star recruits, top recruits in the nation. So whoever is, you know, hey, uh, excuse me, walking into these guys' homes and pitching them, you know what I'm saying, their, you know what I'm saying, their schools and, you know, how much they can grow and how I can put you into the league – who, you know, whoever the head coach is makes a huge difference. Yeah, but one, but what that stops is one coach being able to suck up all of them. All of them. You can't possibly suck up all the talent because there's too much out there, you know what I'm saying, national high school. Yeah, it's a lot, buddy. I, I hate Alabama, and I said it early on. But you got to appreciate the greatness that you see from him. I don't. Because he loses coordinators I appreciate every year. AT, I appreciate A&T beating him. Oh, yeah, for sure. He loses coordinators every year. He has to restaff his whole team every year. He has a new quarterback every two years. It ain't like the pros, and he can't sign these dudes to long-term extensions. He got three or four years tops with him. And habitually, year after year after year, everybody looks and say, okay, before anybody ever plays the game, hey, Alabama's in the top four. It's habitual. Every year, hey, Alabama's in the top four. And honestly, you could probably squeeze in Ohio State. And up until now, it's been Clemson. And the fourth one's usually been either Notre Dame or Georgia. I mean, it's just plain and simple. As I said, you even up the recruiting dollars. You limit the recruiting dollars to fair, even amounts across the board. 
you divide them up into even divisions. You have an equal number of playoff teams come out of each division, and you play. And suddenly, college football is going to be uber exciting. Yeah. But somebody's still going to be mad at it. And that's my point is every Yeah, you know who's going to be mad at it? The Alabama fans on their teammate number one no more. They still got a coach against Nick On the flip side, (laughs) we were going to talk about some of our picks from last week, and we'll go over some of the games from this week, of course. And then, uh, well, I guess we'll be making some more picks, too. Oh, yeah. Old Man Monday. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Some food review. Oh, yeah, I got a good one tonight, too. But I'm excited for our food review tonight. Uh, Yeah, we've been kind of slacking on that portion. But I've been so happy football's back, I ain't thought about food. That's true. Yeah, y'all paused for that line. I was lying through my teeth. Yeah, because he's thinking about Popeye's on my way over here. All right, we'll check you guys on the flip side. Thank you to Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment for sponsoring this hour of Third Eight here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. When we get back, who came out on top of the picks last week? Don't call me. Don't text me unless your house will fire so the back doors open. Go. It looks like it's something <laughs> chewed it up, barbecue, and spit it back into there. It'll be nice and soft for yeah. you, bitches. Hey, this old boy. You don't see me running marathons because I know my limits. Third and eight is back. Hey guys, and welcome back here to Thrown Eight on Next Door Radio on NextDoorRadio.com. As we've said on our previous shows, every show is a week ahead. So we're going to go back to last week's Monday night game and cover that because obviously our show is on hey, prior to the Monday night game. Great game. Yeah. Um, the Chargers uh, slapped up on the Raiders a little bit. You know what? I, what did I tell you was going to happen? I yeah, said, you said the Chargers are going to win that division. I said Chargers going to win the division. But more importantly, I said if the Chargers beats the Raiders, then the Raiders was going to enter that funk phase. And by God, if they did. Yeah. We'll get to yeah. that in a minute. But Jeez. by God, boy. You're like, weak. You're out of control, and you become an embarrassment to yourself and everybody else. <laughs> oh. oh, on point. Oh. But, but, yeah, shout out to the Chargers for that, uh, that that nice win over the Raiders. It was a good game, um, exciting game for the most part. And, I, you know, I felt, honestly, um, I, you know, I, I had my heart said the Chargers were going to win that game, and they did. Um, char- I, I did not pick the Chargers to win this week. Against the the Cleveland Browns, I did because I thought this would be one of their, you know, they would split. But hey, you know what? They they did. <laughs> so, but let's get into that. Let's talk about the picks. So going back to the Monday night game, well, that was for last week. So we can't we can't even count that pick, Chris. So it's five. It counts for the radio show. So it's six. It don't. <laughs> yes, it does. So you so we're not counting tomorrow night's game. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, he's the boss here. I listen right. to him. Right. <laughs> Here's the boss. All right, so we all had the Chargers winning that game. Okay, smartly. Then let's move on to the Rams and the Seahawks on Thursday night. Now, Chris, you and Brandon, you guys went with the yes. uh, the Rams. I went with the Seahawks, and then Russell Wrong. Wilson's finger exploded. Okay, <laughs> real briefly, I want to talk about something real quick. Every year. Uh, they're in another fantasy league I'm in. Every year, at least two of my players get hurt. It's been the past five years in a row, and there's like a running joke. The one year I get a really solid A-plus quarterback in Russell Wilson, he's out a month at least. Let me ask this you a question. Like this. Let me ask y'all a question No. before we keep going. Okay. With that injury happening, if you're Pete Carroll, knowing Russell Wilson was already unhappy. Trade him. Do you trade him now? Send him. Do you draft the quarterback of the future? 
What do you do? You could get a haul, though, for Russell Wilson. Yes, you could. I mean, a just, you know, going to back up the Brinks truck and parking in front of the crib and just go ahead and grind off the lock and give me what you want. But where is he going? Anywhere he pleases. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being real with you like this. At least 20 teams right now who take Russell Wilson, 100%. Bad finger and all. But so you think, you, should, you think Pete Carroll should move on, pull a Bill Belichick and move on? I think he should do it to benefit Russell. Yeah. Nothing against Russell. Get Russell up out of it. You know, granted, he's got uh, the Tyler Lockett and the DK Metcalf. But as far as his running game, his best back at the moment, you know what I'm saying, because Chris Carson is out is Alex Collins. That ain't good. His offensive line, you know, hadn't been good in half a decade. And that, you know, his defense has been utter trash for three years. Not one, not two, but three years. So the Rams three are now up. four and one? Yes. That's, you know, and Seattle's two and three and zero oh and two at home. That's congrats, the Matt Stafford. You know? Yeah, usually he's in week twelve before he sniff it. You know, uh, you know, where well, usually hits his fourth win in Detroit. Right, he's in week five and then hit his fourth already. I'm so proud of my son Matthew Stafford. All right, so because of that game, you and Chris go up two games to to one with me. Went with my heart on that one. <sighs> Jumping to Sunday. Uh no, the other Thursday night game. Sorry, Falcons and the Jets. No, it won't. It was not Thursday night. It was, it was Thursday. What was Sunday it? morning? Sunday morning. Sorry. So I told Chris, yeah, yesterday. London Sunday game, morning. right? Yeah, yeah. Me and Chris was talking. I was like, I'm not gonna wake up. You know, what I'm saying to watch the Falcons Jets. I'm just not. At nine o'clock, to my body alarm clock was like, hey, you know, hey, fatty, it's football on. Kyle <laughs> Pitts went off, boy. Yeah, well, he had nobody else to throw to. Like, yeah. uh, excuse me. Well, Julio Jones, you know, tell yeah, he, he was, gone. yeah, <laughs> tell him he was out for the Falcons. Uh, hey, Calvin really didn't even make the trip, and Russell Gage had your ankle injury. So Kyle Pitts was like, well, look, player, if anybody else here, I'm home. Yeah. Find me. I'm large in charge, and, you know, there's nobody on the Jets who can cover me. And he showed up and showed out today with nine catches there for 119. And, uh, hey, Chris, I guess what Kyle Pitts had today? It, it would help if I had my microphone on. Uh, uh, big old goose egg. 27 no. points in fantasy, right? Yeah, but one tutty. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he had a tutty. I just wanted you to say tutty. Oh, I like tutty. it when you say tutty. Yeah, I like it when you say tutty. I, well, I, it, was, it was the Jets, and I, I – well, I missed it. Well, you know why I watched it was Cordero Patterson, who's the number three back in fantasy football. Nobody saw that coming. They are using this man at receiver, at fullback, at tight end, at running back. Utility, baby. He had another game of 100 all-purpose yards. Yeah. I thought that man's – I didn't know he was still alive for one. You know what I'm saying? I know last year he played on the Bears and everybody just goes there to die on the Matt Nagy, you know what I'm saying, which we'll talk about that here in a second, but – yeah, I'm just glad. You know, hopefully that the Jets didn't make it home, and I don't mean that in a death way. I mean hopefully <laughs> that they just left them over there and say, "Look, player, y'all go find a soccer stadium to play in, and we'll see y'all in about eight years. Leave them there." Zach Wilson is a bum. Oh, I wouldn't go that far, but I did have the Jets winning that game for whatever Why? reason. Yeah, okay. explain yourself. <laughs> yeah. Just if you could, just take a brief second and explain that. I didn't feel like Atlanta was defensively sound. And you thought the Jets were offensively sound? No. Okay. Well, I mean, I thought they have some weapons on offense, and they've showed that now that Crowder's back and, and you know. Yeah, never seen McCoy not terrible. Yeah, and yeah, Wilson and Davis played and Wilson, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, hey, if I'm going to – could I see the Jets' offense putting up points on the Falcons' defense? Yeah, I could yeah, see fair. it happen. And with injuries and things to the Falcons, you know, Matt – because I see Matt Ryan put up a whole bunch of points on Jets defense that I thought was played pretty fair all season. Oh, he ripped him today. But he tore him apart. 
I didn't see that happening. So I was like, I thought I was, you know, taking a little risk, but I really thought it was a risk. It was going to pay off. No, that cost me. Right, he threw so, for three forty and two tutties, yeah. shredded them. <laughs> so, so I was down two games to three, uh, three to one at that point. Since he don't know what the word short means, can I take a few seconds to explain it? Yeah. All right. Just smoking crack. Done. Oh. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Whatever. He said whatever. Moving on. Packers and the Bengals. All right. Somebody had to win it. Cowardly line over here. <sighs> Purrier. Hey. Wouldn't even pick between these two teams. Hey, in his defense, these two teams didn't even want to be between these two yeah. teams. Can today. I tell you something? You mentioned people sleeping earlier. Yeah. Can I tell you who was sleeping today? Mason Crosby. Every kicker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every what? kicker. Me and Chris are sitting there like, <laughs> like, all right, he's going wide left. And he'd be like, all right, he's going wide right. And one of us was typically right. <laughs> I have never seen such incompetence at the kicking position as I did today. Well, it was Three, a lot of what them. Three in, in a row. Mason Crosby, they should beat you up on the plane ride home <laughs> and not allow you back into the locker room. Yeah, that's not I mean, he redeemed himself. Mason, he did have the game-winning kick. After three missed ones, you should have got the game. So, I think before that, he had 27 <coughs> or 28 in a row made attempts. Excuse me. Yeah, he did. And then 27 straight. Tree, on a yeah. ghost trace, right failures in, in four minutes. And this is what bothers me. It was four a four, Yeah, in four minutes. That was a fourth and inches. You got Ned Flannel from the sidelines. <laughs> and you going to sit there, Phil, go kick her out, bro. I, look. Mm. Hey, now, to be fair, the Bengals didn't want to win it either, apparently. Yeah, and I felt bad for that kicker because he kicked it, missed, celebrated, and thought he hit it. And then homeboy. Um, oh, he won't the only one Excuse me, the umpire was like, uh, Whole yeah, that's team. no good. Yeah. <laughs> the, he's the one I kind of felt bad for. And speaking of people I feel bad for was Joe Burrow. Yeah. Sweet oh, yeah. baby Jesus. Yeah. He, yeah, they need to get him all that team. He got hit in a trope. Hey, use that word, uh, the fancy word to start with a C. Oh, contusion. Yeah, because I won't back to try that. I know my limits. You know what I mean? <laughs> the short oh. version, cut. So, uh, fair enough. Cut. Yeah. Me and Brandon cut. both had the Bengals winning this game. Chris would not make a selection. Um, this was the Bengals game to win, man. Yeah. Had it three times. Don't want to do three God. Times. Or a uh, bruise, I'm sorry. Uh, contusion is bruise. Yeah, it's a bruise. Go ahead. Yeah. It's fine. I he just don't. His I just don't understand the Bengals. Like, if you win this game, it changes the whole projection of the season for you. The whole narrative about your team changes. So much changes. Momentum. And now, you got Joe Burrow back at the hospital, and everybody's just like, ugh. You know? Yeah. It just sucked every bit of excitement and life out of that team. So I don't know. Tight game, but it shouldn't have been. I ain't going to say all the excitement. Because Jamar Chase, who was their top 10 pick, that dude is setting the league on. He's last year's Justin Jefferson. Yeah, but if you ain't got – I got him on my fantasy draft. If you ain't got a quarterback to throw to him, just saying. I mean, that's any wide receiver, like any of – except for DeAndre Hopkins, who somehow made a living playing with the Houston Texans. He's making a living playing with Kyler Murray, who couldn't get him the ball today, and he had to stop, pull an acrobatic move, and then make hey, a catch. We'll get to Murray. Yeah, but you want to talk about receivers, though. Devontae Adams had 11 catches, though, for 206 on the Bengals. A number 17 that wears the green jersey with the 17 on the front good, and yeah, the Adams yeah, on the back yeah. and the G on the helmet. That guy is going to be all right, you know what I'm saying, though, as a professional football player. I think one day he might be top five. I'm just playing. He's a top three receiver. Stop playing yourself. Cover that young man. Yeah. What's wrong with y'all? 206. Uh, he would look so good in burgundy and gold. So, so I would turn him into a loser. Quick. No. Shut so, your mouth. So last year, <laughs> Joe Burrow got hurt. Uh, yeah, torn ACL, I think. Yep. Yep. Yeah, um, I think in MCL. Cops, uh, you know, compliments of Chase Young. Okay, um, so <laughs> so uh, this year uh, with this, he, right? He got hurt today. Uh, they're saying he's having difficulty talking. Whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah, um, and it don't mean blah blah blah. Like, eh, 
But like you know, there, there's some stuff with we don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um. So he kept playing. Yeah, he's after tough. getting hurt. Like I don't think anybody knew. I mean, he went into the tent early on into the game yeah. and all that. He got leveled in like the third quarter. I want to say like he got <laughs> obliterated one time. Yeah. Like I was like, uh, I wouldn't get up from that player. Now he was. I believe he was also the one though where um <clears throat> he did not. There was not a blocker on his left side at one point. And oh, well, that's pretty much ever played a game. Well, from, but this fair. one like. Dude came up, went to tackle him. He actually grabbed his, I want to say his right leg, and pulled him back. He ended up not going completely down through the ball it. on yeah. the way down. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't remember if he completed that pass or not. I think he threw it on like a round of receiver yeah. towards the Alabama. Like, he has some the struggle today. Yeah. But not at his own fault. No. They it never is with him. It's he's, always been that team that surrounds him. He's got some really good wide receivers in Chase and Board and Higgins. Yeah, Higgins. Like yeah. Outside of that, you know, hey, Joe Mixon's constantly, you know, he's got a cue beside his name every week for questionable. His offensive line, the whole entire line has a cue beside their name for questionable just because they're terrible. That's true. But, you know, honestly, he needs to – I ain't going to – hey, yeah, hey, like that. I'm not going to say he needs to leave. I'm, I'm going to say if I woke up the morning and saw that Joe Burrow was trying to force his way out of Cincinnati, I'd be like, mm, well, I'm not arguing with my man. So Look at me. Not. Look at me. Any team, any defense that can hold the Green Bay Packers to 25 points or less, they did their job on the field. Oh, yeah, for too. sure. Yeah, Even for though sure. they got shredded up a little bit by Adams, they they took away a lot Everybody of stuff. Everybody shredded by Devontae yeah, Adams. Like, ain't no shame in that. And Joe Burrow did his job. Like, Jamar, Jamar Chase, the receiver, come on, line. I'm just saying. Well, with that game, that left us at 3-1 and one because none of us improved on it. Now moving on to the Lions and Vikings. That, hey, the Li- and that was overtime, by the way. It was. The game went yeah. overtime. Yep. The Lions about beat the Vikings today. I'm looking at the Vikings like, who are you, man? In true Detroit fashion. In true Detroit fashion. Every week, it's like just waking up and being slapped in the face all over again. I could not imagine being a Lions fan. I don't know, man. They've been playing some pretty tough competition. Bro, I don't give a crap about tough competition. I don't care... You know what I'm saying? We're playing the AFC, like, Pro Bowl team every week. If I keep losing on the last play of the games, like, I don't know how Lions fans deal with it. I flat out just do not understand how Lions fans What did I try to tell you, buddy? Owen showed up again, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's back, ain't he? Owen 5. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I busted that a couple weeks ago. I was proud of myself. What I try to tell you about Kirk Cousins and that offense closing games out, if Kirk Cousins has the ball left last – the majority of the time he's going to win. Now, I know he, they, they lost it the week prior. But the majority of the time they're going to win. His defense hurts him a lot. But his defense has been playing pretty good the past couple of weeks. So, I, I still think Minnesota's going to end up at the top of that division. I think Green Bay's going to start slipping because they're not a very well-rounded team this year. And I think Minnesota's going to find a way at the top of that division. Well, now, they, well, Green Bay's 4-1. The Vikings are 2-3. and three. Okay. They're going to start slipping. Uh, Chris and I picked this game right. You picked it wrong. I said... That put Chris at four one, you know four. Uh, that put you at three and, and me at two. So, Chris was at the lead at this point, and it goes downhill from here. Broncos and the Steelers <laughs> plummets from this point on. Broncos and the Steelers. You guys had the Broncos winning. Okay, I tried to tell you that this is going to be the Steelers. They're going to start rebuilding off of this game. The Steelers always does that stock market crap with a dip. And then spike and dip and spike and dip and spike. But they always find a way to end up above 500. Now, I don't know that they're going to do that this year. That's going to be a tough road to hold there, boy. I don't know that they're going to do it this year. But needless to say, with that with that 
correct pick. I found my way back into the fight. I took a risk on the Jets. It didn't pay off. Took a risk on the Seahawks. Didn't pay off. I understand the risk on Seattle. I didn't understand the risk on the Agreed. Jets. Yeah. Well, I'll oh, probably take a risk on them again this year. Just, I mean, this week. Just hold on. Moving on. You want to talk about that game yes, anymore? Yes, I do. All right, go somebody ahead. I want to talk about it. It's yeah. Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, yeah. Week five of the NFL season, he has yet to throw an interception. Congrats, Teddy. That is beautiful quarterbackmanship. I don't even know if that's a phrase. I just made it up. The quarterback How many yards passing has he got in week five? Like overall? Yeah. Or just this week? I yeah, think overall. Like 900 and some. Okay. So if you're throwing for less than 200 yards a game, you ain't throwing picks, not that big of a deal. He also missed most of the last game because he had a concussion. Well, he cleared a protocol this week. Let, but me just, let me just point it out there. Well, that's fine. If you're throwing for less than 200 yards a game, He's got one more winner than Kirk Cousins this year. Listen to ben me. Ben Roethlisberger finally had a bounce back there today with 250 and two teddies. Go ahead. <laughs> he got one more win than Kirk Cousins. I love throwing it in this yeah, yeah, let me just say, if you're averaging less than 200 yards a game passing, it's not that big of a deal that you ain't throwing an interception. Because if you ain't throwing the ball, then it's tough to throw an interception. He don't need to throw the ball. <laughs> like, his defense is doing good. Like, yeah. he actually did play pretty well today. They were a pretty good Yeah, I mean, Teddy ain't playing bad. I just don't think he's doing anything spectacular up there. It's Teddy Bridgewater. Nobody ever expects him to do great. Just expect him not to wreck the car. And so far, yeah. he's done his well, job. Not when you get in these tough games, you need a quarterback that can play, though. Yeah, well, so far, he hasn't been in any real tough ones. He's played the Jester Johnson Jaguars he at lost. the first three. Well, he lost to Pittsburgh, though. Finally, the Big Ben just didn't remember how to play. But Chase Claypool showed it. You know, I'm saying, you know, five catches different one thirty. Najee Harris has been a quite a pleasant, no surprise. He's finally come around. You know, obviously he was that first round pick, and early on he still can't find a ton of running room. He finally had a north, um, uh, excuse me, do a game of north of hundred yards today. He's been their best part of really the best offensive weapon. They coming out of the backfield. You know, I'm saying, receiving passes and whatnot. I guess when you he's been a nice addition. Free agent. Through free agent picks and draft, and, and you kind of molded this line to be pass protectors, you can't expect them to run block. Like, that's their own fault. It's a different mentality. Yeah, that's their know? own fault for that. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Chris, you got any comments on the Broncos and Steelers game? I got nothing. You got any comments on the like uh, the Lions losing to the Vikings other than the Owen showed back up? Just Owen. Okay. Just Owen. All right, I just want to make sure and you I think want... we're going to have a sound bite coming for uh, you, Owen Alert. Did you want to talk about. Um, <laughs> you want to talk you about. You know what I'm going to use, don't you? <laughs> yeah. You didn't want to talk about Kurt? Uh, no, I'm not no. you. Justin Jefferson? No. Don't know the guy. You know, he, he had a bomb-out game, too. He had a bomb-out game, too. Yeah, he had 124 on there. Yeah. Excuse me, in there, not on there. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, he had 124 on there. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. Because you didn't have nobody covering you, and you only got 124. <laughs> I can get 124 on the air. Do you feel me? That's hey, not man. impressive, Justin Jefferson. Not just like that. <laughs> At all. All right, moving on. So we're, let's jump to the Dolphins and Buck games. Now, that, do y'all want to hey, talk about me? No. Hold on now. No. Yeah, look. No. Y'all want to talk about Wrong. me picking the Jets? Hey, he got a mutual mic. Yeah. <laughs> want to talk about me picking the Jets? You pick, Chris, you picked the Dolphins, bro, with a backup quarterback, Jacoby Brissett. I did. Hey, now, I, look. You can pick they, up barbecue hey, Brissett all you want to. He hey, threw for two seventy five and two tutties. Thank you, Mr. I was going to say, G. now, if you want me to be clear, I picked them because of Brissett. <laughs> That's true. He is a better quarterback than Tua Tagalova. I ain't going to play with you. I take Brissett over two of the day. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, hey, barbecue Brissett got it going on over two seventy five. He's throwing. Hey, he's throwing for more passing yards on average than what Tua Tagalova did as a starter. Oh god. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm glad nobody's arguing with me anymore. And he's got a cool about the trash That is Tua Tagalova. <laughs> Just moving on. Taco. Taco Villa. Hey, Tom Brady threw for five touchdowns today. I'm so sick. Of, like, I can't. Why are you sick about that? The old man still got it. Yeah. He's the greatest of all time, brother. 
Yeah, okay. five tutties uh, is a bit much for anyone. He had two to Antonio Brown, who's going into the Hall of Fame. Two for Mike Evans, going into the Hall of Fame. And one for Giovanni Bernard, who played at UNC. And somehow, like, he's still sticking around, you know what I'm saying, um, excuse me, doing the NFL as a five foot eight receiving back. Wonderful work by Giovanni Bernard because I thought he'd have been retired 12 years ago. What I'd like to say to you both is that, you know, you, you hey, you pick with your heart, and I get that, Miami. Sometimes you win like that, sometimes you lose. Brandon, oh, pick, yeah, you I picked, picked the Bucks, but you I, seemed to think it was going to be a tight game. I tried to tell y'all it was going to be 14 plus blowout. Yeah, but well, they blew him out. It was a blow. Hey, twenty one nothing in the fourth quarter. Yes, sir. Just hey, Tom Brady just out there just having fun at everybody's expense at this point. He's like, you up and look, just stand there and do jumping jacks. I'm going to hit you in three seconds. Yeah. Like, what in the <laughs> world, Tom? All right, now, let's I mean, get one more before we take a break. No. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about this one because this one hurt. All right, who you got? Saints and Washington. Oh, uh, actually, say this, Chris. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and go to break. Why? And say, appreciate all the Can we just get it out news. of the way and nope, move on? Because I got something planned for this segment. Oh. And uh, I, I want to get that, you know what I'm saying, on a full view. And you ain't going to run away from this argument. And you ain't going to 30 seconds and back door your way out of this one, homeboy. I tried real hard. Thank you for going out door power equipment for sponsoring this hour, third and eight, here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. When we get back, we'll pick up where we're leaving off. Saints at Washington. Oh. You look at LeBron throughout the season. You yep. see his hairline disappearing. In the movie Space Jam. Crispy, dog. Dude. He took one of them steel edgers and just went right across the floor. And now, back to third and eight. Hey guys, welcome back here to Thrilling It on Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. As Jason touched on our last segment, we're about to talk about some Washington uh, Red Team football. And uh, boy, am I excited to debut something up for you guys here. I don't know why you're excited about it. You picked them to win, well, too. Here's why I'm excited. Um, you know, obviously, Washington doesn't have a team at the moment, it's just a football team, but they have debuted a new logo and a new uniform change. Luckily, well, excuse me, though, unfortunately for Jason, he didn't get the text about it. But I did. Jason, if you would look behind you, here's y'all's team's brand new uh, uh, Hot Off The Press logo. <laughs> um, Shut up. I'm sorry. What happened to that vaunted defense in Washington? Look. Is I this their COVID said, year? And they uh, just took the year off or what? Uh, I can't. Jameis Winston, who you don't like as a quarterback, threw for not one, not two, not three. But hey, Jason, how many touchdowns he throwing y'all today? Three for four. Four. That's just F-O. I ain't going to give you the U-R. That's just F-O. Go ahead. Fire away. Yeah. Um, you know, at first I was thinking, like I said last week, I don't see the elite defense that's on paper. But I had hoped that somewhere around this time they would start awakening because they really do have talented players all over that defense. And why they're not playing better, I I, I don't know. I, I saw sparks today, finally. The fourth fumble by Chase Young, the, the interception. But it's like, when is it going to come together? Because I quickly forgot about those things when I saw Jameis Winston go yard on them mm. over oh and over and over and over. And it's like, oh, my God. bro, yeah, It's Jameis Winston. He had a 108.2 pass rating today. <laughs> yeah, I just... It stops at 158.3 is the highest you can get. I don't know anything about the math um, on that. 
Jason, what you missed by not being here. Yeah, I did miss it. Was my son. Oh, boy. Talking Occasionally smack. walking. And filleting this man. From, from from what we will call the playroom where him and his friends were apparently watching this game as well. Yeah. Because he did not want to watch it with me. Uh, and every time they would make a touchdown and they being. <laughs> the Saints. The Saints. <laughs> he would come in and go, hey, Dad, <laughs> touchdown. I was like, oh, cool. He's like. For us. Now, granted, he was a little ahead of where our stream was because we were watching it on a stream. Yeah. Uh, so he was a little ahead, uh, which uh, was a little frustrating. Yeah, he was a little ahead, all right. Yeah, a little ahead is what <laughs> I meant. Uh, <laughs> that too. Um, but, yeah, that, uh, that sucked. Uh, so I'll throw that out there. Um, but at one point, uh, <laughs> I told him, I said, son, do you know what I want for Christmas? He said. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> a winning team. <laughs> Uh, he does the, know they're two and three too, right? And that's about the time I looked at Chris and said, "I tried to warn you, this is a poor decision." <laughs> like, it, All it right, hurt. Indy, he's going ahead and getting the full Washington okay, Redskins. That's fine. <laughs> that at least have been relevant the past twenty years. He's getting the full <laughs> Washington Redskins experience early on. Were you guys in the playoffs last year? No, did y'all finish above five hundred? Hey, let me ask you: Were you in the playoffs? No. Were we? Yes. Okay, so we were more relevant in the in the in the near. Past in the in the near yeah past I'm, I'm getting what I'll call a little bit of a trial by fire yeah. okay oh boy regardless I I thought no uh, what no, you getting to the Disney Express pass you getting straight <laughs> to the front of the line for this I thought uh, Taylor Heineke did did decent today I mean he did have a couple of mishaps uh, hey up until today's game he threw for eight touchdowns in one pick yeah. Yeah, well, two today. Yeah, he threw you know a well, couple picks then, today. And that's no what tutties. I was gonna say. I mean, the difficulty I saw today was just some bad catches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Terry McLaurin had eleven targets and four <laughs> catches. That's never a good game plan yeah. for y'all to win a football game. It's yeah. just not because he's y'all's best offensive player. Also, not getting JD McKissick more involved ball, is also a big problem. Understand. So I'm going Scott Turner, bro. Let me tell you something. You, mm, I'm just going to leave it alone, buddy. I do like how versatile and Dave Chappelle once said it. That. Dave Chappelle once said it. Um, excuse me, if you got hate in your heart to let it out. Uh, okay, I won't let it out. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I didn't like your father as a head coach of Washington. Jesus Christ, come for the daddy. Oh, I thought he was talking to you, bro. I'm like, my God. <laughs> I don't particularly like your father as an off or uh, as an offense coordinator. And he hates him as a human being. <laughs> Who are we talking about? Norv Turner. Norv Turner. I'm not per- peculiarly fond of you either in your time in North Carolina. But I tried to be, I tried to be. Open-minded and understanding. And you know what? You're still an offense coordinator of an NFL team, as one as prestigious as Washington. So what I say now, I understand. I say from no position of authority. But my God, man, your your whole game plan, it seems like your whole game plan is pound the ball, pound the ball, throw it deep, which I get is the vertical offense. But Jesus. I mean, that's the same system Noel Turner running in San Diego. Like, he is an OT Gates and feel real. It's like we like, come on, man. Like, Piney is a really good he's got a great deep arm, but he's really good at those mid range passes, especially when you get him moving. I was about to make the statement that they need to use that young man's leg more. They, Daniel Jones style, you know, saying the vanilla Vic, if you will. Jeez, man. I just I just wish there was a little bit more variety. I wonder if the times he does run the ball, if that's his call. Oh, it is his call. Like, because it seems to be times where he's like, "Oh crap, nobody's doing what they were supposed to." I guess I'll fix this. Right. Honestly, if you <laughs> they need to put him in the read option a little bit of the read option game. I was, yeah, but 
I really enjoyed, as much as I didn't like Jay Gruden as a head coach, I think his offense was nice. I liked his offense. I like what he did with Kirk Cousins. Screen game you, play action you, pop you over the middle for a few, and right when he got you not knowing where the heck the ball was going to go, he put it over your head deep. We we don't we don't we don't do that anymore. Because just, Logan Thomas healthy, I ain't gonna say, you know, saying it's a top five offensive roster, but scary Terry hit JD McKissick, Antonio Gibson, and Logan Thomas is your four main weapons, bro. That's gonna sneeze at. No, you should be able to replicate some points somewhere. You got Samuel Adams. I mean, uh, like Curtis, Curtis Samuel. Samuel's you back. Might need, you know, Washington. <laughs> I need a Samuel Adams. Yeah. You might need a Samuel Adams. Yeah. I need a like, beer I, today, boy. God, like. Oh, it hurts so bad. Yeah, I say, tell us you're sad without telling us you're sad, Jason. Yeah. Same yeah. Right. <laughs> we should be three and two. With the games we lost, we shouldn't have won. You should be yeah. one and four because you shouldn't have beat the Giants. But carry on. Shut up. <laughs> now, God bless you and God bless the Redskins. The poor and Giants football. Thank you. just can't <laughs> keep anybody on the daggone field. But oh, sweet Jesus. I'm going to leave that alone. Anyways, yeah. we all got that pick wrong. wrong. Jumping down to the game that me and Chris got right. I didn't really believe it when I made this pick. Yeah. I was take I was rolling the dice on this pick. But daggone, Philly. What happened in North Carolina, Brandon? What happened down in Charlotte today? Um, hey Sam Donald, he thought he was playing on the Jets. He threw for one touchdown and three picks today, and he just had a god awful day. But Chupa Hubbard has been a nice surprise that he went, you know, sitting there for a buckle, one on the grind and replacement with Christian McCaffrey. Um and the Panther just just sucked it up today. There's really no, there's no nice way to say that. There is no other way to phrase it. The Panthers just sucked it up today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no vested interest in the Panthers. Just as you know, hilarious to me that they thought that they was going to be great coming out the gate. But hey, three and zero. Now I've dropped two straight to Dallas and the Eagles, which you should never drop. At least, well, Dallas is solid. You know, since the Eagles were in a funk. After they were I'm hoping the, the Dallas Stadium just collapses. Nobody in it. Just <laughs> I was gonna let you weasel your way out of that one. I'm yeah, glad you. Yeah, for real. Just, uh. Yeah, <laughs> he started a backpedaling Deion Sanders style on that quick boy. He was like, I hope that stadium collapses. I hope nobody's in there as well. Yeah. Like, but I mean, if there's some Dallas fans in there, you know what? You get what you get. But, but I'm just saying, I'd rather it be. Which would crumbles faster, a Dallas stadium or y'all's defense? Mm. <laughs> I'll tell you what crumbles faster. The hopes and dreams of every Cowboy fan who right now are talking about them going to the Super Bowl and come week seven and they go, go on that losing streak, that's what crumbles faster. I will say something about Dallas real quick before we talk about this Panthers Eagle game in a little bit more detail. Is, uh, I do that young man digs for them, number seven, I want to say, at cornerback. Yeah, he bad. Don't throw that young man's way. Just, just, you know what I'm saying? If he's over here on the left side covering the X receiver, they find a tight end or the Z receiver over there somewhere. Yeah, they got a solid D. Wow. They look good today, but we'll, we'll come out. Yeah. Um, Carolina did not, however. <laughs> you know what I hate about Dallas? Is All their uniforms it. are pretty. See, I didn't think yeah. so. They had a light blue on today I wasn't a fan of. I just, I really hate them having pretty uniforms. I didn't think it looked that good today. Yeah. Anyways, well, go Panthers ahead. Panthers lost to Philly. I can't believe I ain't really got nothing to say. We man. got that right, Chris. Jaylen, hey, Jalen Hurts, he played a – I mean, he played well enough to win. He didn't do anything great. He threw for no touchdowns and not one interception. But you know, what I'm saying, you know, obviously that was Sam Donald's going to turn the ball over three or four times, and it ain't much you know, something that you need to do as a quarterback, but not turn it over yourself. You know, what I'm saying, at least at such a high capacity, and that's what he did. Uh, the DJ Moore that was getting hawked all day long, he couldn't really get nothing going. Uh, the Robbie Anderson, at least early on, has been a flop. 
Um, and Christian McCaffrey needs to hurry up, come back. Carolina season is going into a tailspin. That's crazy. That one quickly. team's entire and it's not a quarterback. Their entire opportunity and and potential lies in one man. And that's why you don't pay running backs. I'll say it until I'm blue in the face. Do well, you better be glad they paid him, or else they would have zero chance. I'm just gonna throw that out there. And now he's hurt, and they still got zero chance, and they still owe him money. <laughs> so, I, I mean, the Chuba Hubbard got you 101. There ain't really much else you can ask. And he's uh, healthy. Yeah, except for you can ask for that win that McCaffrey would have got you. Well, maybe. Out there. But you know, anyway. if and butts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, Titans and Jaguars. We all thought Jaguars going to win this game. <laughs> the Jaguars are due one. But uh, then Urban Meyer had to go and oh my god, yeah, you know, go ahead, we're gonna touch hey, on this. Go ahead, you know, preach on the grind, you know, uh, yeah. uh, grind it out, you know. I can hear him on the sideline now. Keep grinding. Yeah, they were grinding out of wind at some point. Yeah. How stupid though can you be, Urban? God, Urban. Like this, just you. And like here's something I tell my girlfriend: I'm never going to promise you I'm not going to cheat because I don't know what I may do. Now, what I will promise you is I'm not going to put myself in an opportunity where some stuff may happen. And sometimes, as just a human being, as a husband first and a coach second and a father, well, actually, husband first and father second, coach third, you should have known putting yourself in a predicament where you can get yourself in a bond, as they like to say. Or grind. Or grind. Yeah, 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 I like that. Uh-huh. You should have known better. Hold on, let me ask you a question. You said you wouldn't put yourself in a situation? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why you keep going to them buffet lines? Oh, you got me. Huh? Why well, you keep going to that Waffle been, House? Same reason you've been cheering up Washington for 20 years. <laughs> Bad habits and poor decisions. <laughs> now, come talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Chris over there laughing like, no, God. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, that's Dang, good stuff. man. But Urban, like, what are you doing? Yeah, Urban's a, God, what? You know what, though? I think Urban was set up. You're right. No. No, you no, don't think so? No. No, he was set on. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, that's a good point. He was set on. That's set on. Hey, that's no. a, hey Chris, yeah. uh, hit your little ding button. Yeah, that's it. Thank nah, here, here's why I know. Here's how you know he wasn't set up. You're the head coach, first-year head coach, of a team who had the number one overall pick. That tells you your whole story about how bad that team was. Yep. And your number one overall pick just got married. You've preached your entire career. About family values, oh doing God. the right thing, work ethic, Tim Tebow. no pun intended, but grinding it out, always <laughs> you know, try to do the right thing. No. You, no, I don't think I will. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. You write books about it. You write yeah, books right. about it. He did, didn't he? You give speeches and make thousands and thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars, telling people to do right. And then... In the midst of all that, when your team, when you're, when you and your new position are failing, you're zero and four. You're not producing on the field. You're not winning. Your team isn't where it needs to be. Y'all can't grind out a single victory. So <laughs> you can't grind out a single victory. <laughs> instead of getting on the plane, <laughs> instead of getting on the plane and flying back with your team. You stayed. He was staying to see his grandkids, Jason. Say what you want. Bro, don't your drag your team grandkids into this. Is 0 4. You're the back. head coach. He just keeps showing up. Don't he? Hey, 0 4, head coach, not looking good. I 
I don't even know of another time this has ever happened in the NFL. We're on the plane ride back from a visiting from a, a, an away game. The head coach don't fly back with the team. Yeah, that's flat out strange. And then you and you asked the question: Was he set up? Other than being set on, no, he wasn't. Yeah, he set himself up. That's fair, idiot. And then what, last time I checked, the grandkids ain't allowed at the bar. Urban's every man ever. Like you lie about some like. You know, he just lied about something stupid for no reason. Yeah, I was visiting my grandkids. Bro, yeah. your grandkids taking shots at you on, you know, yeah. How old are your grandkids? Like, idiot. More than that, then yeah. you're going to throw Trevor under the bus. Well, I was the one who told Trevor not to go out to Las Vegas that for makes his bachelor's look, party. That you makes idiot. you look stupid. Yeah. So you mean to tell me that this young man with a pocket full of cash, the more money you're ever going to have, a beautifully married wife who is a young man, can restrain himself 20 times better than the guy that's supposed to lead him. That's made you know, millions of dollars on preaching the gospel, basically. Oh, boy. just He just God. like a preacher. Just like, like a televangelist. Uh, yeah. Hey, send me this You almost had it. Yeah. Hey, send hey, me this seed money. Hey, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I got yeah. that once. Hey, televangelist twice. Yeah. The personal record. He was seeding something, all right. Oh. Yeah. Hey, listen. Say less. Say less. <laughs> Look. Oh, man. Hey, Urban Myers, you should be ashamed of yourself. I was, I for once, I normally try to err on the side of caution when it comes to situations like this. But when your wife was all over social media liking comments like, your you wife deserves him. better, yeah, you, you should leave him, and I'm top, in agreement with And him. on top of that, homegirl posted that she was watching the grandkids. Yeah. Can you imagine to get caught up in a situation where oh your wife called out your BS bro. on Twitter? Oh, like, my God, It's dude. different if it happened to one of us because nobody knows who we are. Yeah. It's you still bad. Man, yeah, you're like, you're it's still Ain't another one of us traveling around the country at these conferences and stuff giving out these golden rule speeches. Oh, you want, you know, you ever catch me traveling and giving speeches, dog? It's a problem. <laughs> like, I'm homeless. We are broke. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and then what are you followed up with? All right, look, Urban, here, this is the truth. I'm just going to give you the, the, the honest to God truth. If your team was 4 0, oh, this would it never been a have story. Ma- it wouldn't, wouldn't would have matter. never been a story. Unfortunately, in our society, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, they're. Honestly, though, they were two and three. It wouldn't have yeah, been a story. But you are an idiot to do it when you're zero and four. Now, Wait till you win a couple games. Zero and five now. And now, what do you have? All I, that controversy in a room in a locker room that didn't need it, that couldn't afford it, that only needed attention on winning games, getting things right, getting better. You go get grinded on instead of grinding it out. And the bad part is, this is not even his first mistake. He hired a head, uh, uh, a trainer that was coach racist. out of college who was racist. He brought it, you know, him in there to an NFL locker room. That was your own stupidity. Yeah, stupid. Then he brings in Tim Tebow. Don't you talk about you. little Jesus that way. Well, he brings in Tim Tebow, though, for hey, leadership Hey, little roles. Jesus could have been uh, a tight end. That, that's the one thing Urban did that I was all right with. That was smart media. The rest of it was stupid. Don't compare, li- don't compare little Jesus to... To get Do grinded up on in a bar. Got that lap, uh, excuse me, lap dance. No. No. If oh. Tim Tebow was on the team, that wouldn't have happened. But we do have. You see what happens? That's a good oh example. God. Urban Meyer done kicked Lil' Jesus off the team. Oh, good Lord. Took, kicked him out of the I Jaguars organization. And the next thing you see him do is getting grinded up on at a I bar. I told you. Once they released Tim Tebow, literally five days later, Al-Qaeda was back. Yep. Ain't nothing right happened since. <laughs> COVID's on the rise. Gas prices up there. Jesus, God knows how. What oil prices going up to $75 a barrel or something. It's insane. Everything. You release Jesus and bad Devil. stuff just happens. See? So, the Trump is blue, as they say in the Bible. In the book of Revelation, yeah. we're on a seventh the, seal. The seventh here, seal. The vial is being poured out. I'm concerned. What? 
You quote the Bible. See, people sleep on my Bible knowledge. <laughs> I grew up going to church, and every time I get into an argument over somebody about religion, everybody look at me cross-eyed like I'm crazy. And I'm like, what? You didn't know I knew this? <laughs> Step your game. I, I can read. My first day. Yeah. Not out loud, but I can read. <laughs> anyway, I, I heard there was a, a voicemail left for him earlier today, and I think it sounded a little something like this. I'm Michael Jordan. Stop it. Get some help. That's right. <laughs> and he, oh, congratulations to Bubba Wallace, by the way, and Michael Jordan on their victory. We oh, that's right. He's a NASCAR team owner. Yeah. I forgot yeah. that. Jordan, Jordan dabbling everything. All right. Beans, hey, that's greens. enough beating up on Urban. Urban, come on, man. Hey, not as bad as a Titans. Urban up. legend. <laughs> <laughs> not as bad as a Titans beat up on him by 18 Woo. today. Boy, you got to go, Urban. I guarantee you he won't make it to week 12. Oh. He's going to be out the door. O-U-T. Yeah, Con got to let go that. go get how many lap dances he won yeah. on a Friday night. Yeah, Con got to let that one go. Anyways, we'll take a quick break. Hear a word from our sponsor. Thank you, Van. Uh, sponsor. <laughs> All right, Brandon. Yeah, there you thank, go. Thank you to our sponsors. <laughs> it's rubbing contagious. off. It's there. No, uh, to, thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour, third and eight, here on Nextdoor Radio, nextdoorradio.com. When we get back, we're going to finish up going over the picks and games of this week. We'll jump right into our picks for next week. And then maybe talk a little bit about some, uh, some of the local coverage from uh, – Next door radio for some of our local high school games, one of which I happen to be at and had a front row seat. Yeah, I'm sorry, Lord of mercy. <laughs> we'll see you guys on the flip side. I just looked to Oh, boy, that's not good. Mouth is open and everything. Wrong. That was very, very wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he won't kiss me. It was a hot take. <laughs> it kissed me five minutes and got your payback. <laughs> <laughs> Third and eight is back. Hey guys, so welcome back here to Third and Eight on Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. Um, obviously every Sunday is has their ups and downs and upsets and almost upsets, and you want to talk about almost upsets. Mm. The Houston Texans, yes, almost beat the Patriots. Yeah, I feel like I'm living in an alternative universe. And quite frankly, at times, I wish I was. But uh, Davis Mills had a big day today. He yeah. finally got told off you. this night. Well, he has been. I, yeah, I wouldn't say told you last week he threw for under 90 yards and four interceptions, but he had a really good game today. Give the guy a few weeks, man. He wasn't prepared to be the starter. Have you? Okay, Chris. You know, obviously, me and you sit there and watch the Giants and Cowboys game together, and yep. you commented on Mike Glennon's neck. <laughs> you want to talk Actually, about I commented Sam. on his age, but then I noticed his neck. You want to talk about Mills got necks? a neck, boy. <laughs> Davis Mills. Just Google Davis Mills the way you got a brief Uh-oh. second. He was literally the next man up, for, you know what I'm saying, for the Houston <laughs> Texans when Tyrod Taylor uh-huh. went down. That young I'm man. I'm sorry, what name was I looking up again? Davis, Davis Mills. Mills. He's from Stanford. He must have stored that knowledge in his neck. Oh, my. That, he got some of the neck guy was supposed to give to me. And <laughs> he, he don't need nothing but leaves. <laughs> That's a giraffe. He's a herbivore. out there. Uh-huh. Ooh, Herb- I like where you're going with that. Does he play against Herbert at some point? Uh, if so, he's going to get killed. And we can destroyed. use that. Yeah, we could. A a herbivore. Yeah, well, I can get behind that. Yeah, fair enough. Especially if he plans. beats him. <laughs> That's <crazy. laughs> You know what's funny? They they list like he's six foot four. They don't mention how much of that is neck. Eight inches. <laughs> yeah, solid. <laughs> Clean. Like, I mean, I know eight inches. Looks like he was it, added after <laughs> one. Yeah. Don't it? It's like he had his normal body that cut yeah. his head off, it, but gave him a neck. So extension. it looks like. Have y'all seen some of those TikToks where there's like this little line that comes down and they try to like. Move with the line that stretches yeah. whatever's on the line or whatever. Like it looks like he did one of those TikToks very badly with his neck. Yeah, he got a big neck. How can I buy some? <laughs> he got a long neck. 
<laughs> buy some of his neck. Yeah, because my head looked like a thumb. I wonder if he's got like an extra vertebrae or three. Ooh. Seven. Boy. I'll say 70 to 75. But Mac Jones, you know, Mac Jones obviously outplayed Tom Brady last week across the board. Oh, my Outside God. Outside of the victory, he had another decent game today. Oh I'm sorry. That's that's what happened. He threw for more touchdowns, more yardage, a better completion percentage and everything. But, hey, Mac Jones, or excuse me, Tampa Tom had the better team, as they do. But he's done okay as a rookie. I would say that right now he's – if the whole draft class that was redrafted, I've – I strongly think he'd be, you know, sitting there the first quarterback off the board. Hey, all things considered. Doubt it. Who would be the first quarterback off the board? Because if Trevor Lawrence was in New England, they would be undefeated. I don't know about undefeated, though. They would be better than two and three. Yes, they would. I don't know. I, I think Trevor's been a little overrated this year. No. And he did make that comment. He was I like, I don't understand the hype for Trevor Lawrence. Aside from the fact that he looks like a baby Owen Wilson, I don't understand the hype. Look at me. He's great. He's just on a team. Yeah, his team is in utter dumpster fire. Ready for that kind of greatness. Yeah. I don't know that I fully agree with that statement, but we'll see. He's just going to have to grind it out and keep working in Jacksonville. Plain and mm-hmm. simple. He should go work for Urban Meyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nose on the grindstone. I'll ding myself. This is how I ding <laughs> don't myself. give up. When it going gets tough, keep grinding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, er, well, see, and that's exactly what Urban did, and everybody chastised him for it. So you can't do nothing. You're right. No more. You're right. They told Urban to keep grinding, and look what he did, and now everybody's turning back. But on you him. know, no, the re- the problem was is that Urban wasn't doing the grinding; he was being grinded. In his defense, that's probably the way I preferred as well. Well, I believe we have beat this horse, and is now upon the ground. So that's <laughs> well, <laughs> you're right. We should grind on out. Else. Yeah. All right. Now next, we're grinding his body up. Or Urban grinds my <laughs> We're not grinding his reputation away. Uh, 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 what's next? I guess the Chicago and Oakland. Chiropractor? Well, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, that young lady, a tip. Anyway, the Chicago. She's just grinding away. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, sorry. Hey, too far? Uh, a skosh. Okay. Well, I think he was a little bit. Never mind. So, <laughs> yeah, Chicago and Las Vegas prayed today. And, uh, they prayed today? Played today. Well, honestly, if you're a Raiders fan, you did probably pray today because <laughs> yeah. Jason predicted. Yeah, they probably hit their schneid. Told you. Um, it's not looking good in Oakland right now. I see lost. You know what? I'm going to stop correcting myself. Those jokers playing Oakland's farm that I'm concerned. I don't know concerning the Las Vegas Raiders. They belong in Las Vegas now. Have you seen that stadium? That thing is gorgeous. It's nice. Yeah, but look, honestly, it looked like Mark Davis's haircut. Yeah, they didn't have anything in. Uh... So what did not look nice, however, was the Raiders today. Well, that, well. <laughs> that stadium Carr does look hurt. like his haircut. He oh, never God. missed a snap, though. Did he not miss? No, yes, he no, did. No, he never missed a snap. He did because they brought out the, the, the oh, backup. Yeah, the, yeah, the Nathan Peterman. Who, yeah. I would rather have Tim Tebow as my quarterback than Nathan Peterman. I think Nathan Peterman is the worst professional quarterback I have ever seen. I don't know how he has a job. I don't know why you're making that uh, comparison because Tim Tebow was a, actually a winning quarterback. That's why I said I'd rather have Tebow. Uh, excuse me, Unlike Tua Well, I mean, he's 93 as a starter, but carry on. But you want to talk about people who had a very uh, – Taking credit for Fitz's wins. Hey, Tua like day, Justin Fields threw for 111 yards and one touchdown and got the W. That's a very Tua tackle. That is a Tua tackle of the day. Yeah, a very Tua yeah. – Hey, it's taco number two. Taco from Hawaii. Yeah, he threw for 111 yards. I'm not even blaming Justin Fields. One touchdown and one interception. He's not ready. One Everybody knows he no, ain't ready. No. You know what his coach and did And you got Mac Nagy. No, no, no. Uh, Bill Lazor called the play today. Guess what he done? He handed the ball off over 37 times. Smart. That's how you do a rookie quarterback. 
He threw for 20 passes, and they doubled that in the run game, even with David Montgomery out, even with Conan out. Yeah, I like Bill Lazor. Thank you, Bill Lazor. That's how rookie should be played. Is it, Belichick, is it not Jones. become apparent that when Bill Lazor calls they the know what plays, they're doing that the Bears win? It's, I mean, that's Matt Nagy letting his pride get in the way. Now, God forbid if you got a receiver though from Chicago on your fantasy team, or even as a fan, because those receivers, you know, hey, right now we're dog water, as them uh, kids say now. But Daryl Moon has had a pretty good, you know, well, I ain't going to say pretty good. He's an okay under Justin Fields. There were three catches and 35 yards. This week, last week, I, I want to say he had over 100. But Justin Fields is just, I'm not, not yet. Oh, look at me. I'm not sold on him yet. Let's talk about the next game. It hurts my heart a little bit. I said the Chargers were going to win their division. I appreciate. I the said the Chargers were going to be thirteen and three, uh, thir- uh, thirteen and four. Yep. I just thought that the Browns would give them one of those four losses. Wrong. And boy, was I wrong. Wrong. Thank but you, so was uh, Vegas on the forty-eight and under. <laughs> the yeah. Over. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. If you took the uh, over. Only had a 48-and-a-half points combined today. The Chargers got you 47. So, um, that's not kind of Cleveland hitting you at 42. Um, And if you just so happen to have the San Diego Chargers or the Los Angeles Chargers on a parlay ticket, and that was the last game to fit the parlay ticket, that's the kind of thing you indulge in legally. Allegedly. Allegedly. And they had to come from behind win about two touchdowns. You allegedly had a very good Sunday. For all you alleged gamblers out there, congratulations. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, um, no, my the degenerate's the word I would go with. But, yeah, yeah, <laughs> at yeah, this yeah. point, you, you know, it's pretty bad. No better. But, hey, look, that victory, that when you went with the Chargers in that game and me and Chris went with the Browns, that gave you the one win that you needed this week to overtake us. Well, to overtake me, you and Chris end up tying six games apiece. I love you. I had five. You too. <laughs> he, said, he would even say, look, just you two. Stupid Jets. All right. Hold on real quick because That's I want to talk about this made. game a little bit more. Herbert, boy, God almighty, is he not 398 great? and four touchdowns. Joker is so amazing. Outside, like, honestly, right now, him and Kyler Murray are neck and neck. And I think after the day that Justin Herbert has moved ahead of Kyler Murray. I would say so. I'm almost convinced he is Samson out of the Bible. Because once that young man's hair grew back. Yes. And may God bless because he's ripping and shredding through defenses right yeah. now. Though Mike. Williams has been a huge praise God. He's you know, hey, come back alive tonight. Eckler, hey, eight bro. catches and one seventy. And Chris, hey, guess how many teddies he had? Uh we're gonna go with tree? Dos. Dos. Sounds close. He had two of them. Austin Eckler. It's bad boy. That is a small and mighty young man at five foot. It's nine. mighty mouse, baby. And a buck eighty five, I wanna say is what the he's not one eighty five. He's um yeah, he's a thick boy, as the kids say on Roblox. He's a stout young man. Yeah, That's as, my as, mouse. as we called it on uh I about said on third and eight. On uh oh my god, what radio station are we on? Next door radio Sorry. the other day. Uh as we called on next door radio the other day, uh Bruce said, Yeah, he might be a buck fifty if he's soaking wet and got two bricks in his left pocket. Yeah. <laughs> right. Alton Eckler might be one eighty um, Soaking wet with two bricks in his left pocket. Yeah. And a cinder block in the right one. I don't think that man's 185. But <laughs> that's our entire football team, Chris. He was talking about every one of us, wasn't he? He had multiple touchdowns today. He had, excuse me, two of them on the ground and one through the air over 
100 all-purpose yards. Keenan Allen showed up as he usually does with nine targets, man. But Mike Evans is showing time this year. I'm so happy he came out of Clemson a couple years ago. He had been a really boom-or-bust kind of guy. This year, he's booming. And David Njoku had a buck and some change on the other side for Cleveland. And Baker and Odell just can I don't know what it is, though, but then they get rid of Odell now. Yeah, because Baker's showing he can play. And he don't need Odell. Nope. He didn't have but two catches today. Donovan Peoples-Jones had more. The Rashad Higgins had more. The Kareem Hunt had more. Like, there's enough there with Chubb, too, who Chris loves his last name. They just kept calling him out. Yeah, hey, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, and David Njoku, and Anthony Schwartz and Rashad Higgins and Donovan Peoples-Jones, there's enough weapons there where you can, you know, hey, go get a package for Odell. You know, we all thought the score was going to be like 14-7. to Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Joke's on us. Wrong. Hey, Vegas had that over-under completely wrong. Yeah, because they have two great defenses, man. Not well. So, real quick, you mentioned Justin Herbert and compared him to Kyler Murray. He better. Well, right. But would you say that Kyler Murray is better at the run game? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Herbert is Is better at the pass. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, honestly, both of them are different strategies. Both of them are very athletic, extremely elite at their skill set. They're very way above average, and, you know, he borderline elite at their skill set. I'm not even going to say borderline. They're both elite at their skill set. Though sure. I'm impressed with Herbert is how he come in last year and never knew he was going to start until Tyrod yeah. Taylor's doctor screwed that young man up. And, unfortunately, for Tyrod Taylor, he's still out in Houston. He got hurt again, yada, yada, yada. But first-year head coach Brandon Staley, you know, hey, something me and Jason pointed out, you know what I'm saying, a whole lot last year. The Chargers that were always there towards the end of the game, and Anthony Lynn would just find way after way after way he'd blow it. But here comes Brandon Steady over, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, he was a former coach, you know what I'm saying, yep. with the L.A. Rams just right across town. That's Young what they guy. needed, that defensive mind. Yeah, hey, great first name, by the way, Brandon Staley. Um, you know, he comes over, changed things around, and now they're 4-1 in all those games that Anthony Lynn honestly would have probably lost or blew. He's winning them, and that's the difference in having Justin Herbert have a Europe under his belt and Mike Williams exploding. He's got weapons to galore in that offense. Yeah. Chargers are bad, boy. Like, I, I mean – Jason Carter early on with that. I felt like they should have been in the running last year, but, you know, with the coach making horrible defensive decisions at the end of almost every game, it just wasn't. He drove me nuts with that, man. I mean, he had the same – I mean, he's had the Chiefs number every year. The Chargers had Chiefs number just about every year, and they always blow it. But not not this year. Well, he turned into me there for a second. Look, (laughs) what I will tell you is – what I would say when it comes to the today, uh, Junior, <laughs> I'm so glad that's not being you used. know what. Go ahead. What I will say is that this, when it comes to the comparison of Herbert and, and Murray, is that anything could happen. Freak accidents happen in football, but in the general wear and tear of the game, I'm going to roll with Herbert, who's like six four, six yeah. six, I think six six. What two? Oh yeah, he's definitely a two twenty two thirty yeah, for sure. He's definitely that still runs like a four six forty. I don't think Herbert run no four six. That boy's fast. I, I, uh, he's six six two sixty five. See what his forty time is. I want to say he's a four six. His forty time is four six nine. That's a four, four seven. seven. Yeah, but I mean, still, that's still not four six off, four yeah. seven. And uh, you know, and with a strong arm as he got, I, I'll yeah. take that. I'll take that because he his body. I mean, he's got like a Cam Newton esque body. Yeah. I mean, you can never tell with the sport of football. And he's like not Kyler stupid. Murray, you know, Kyler was a four three forty. Yeah, but Kyler yeah, Murray, but Kyler Murray walk. On, I mean, he can literally probably run on the water. He's so yeah, fast. He's also five ten two oh seven. Yeah, he's not going to take the same amount of hits that that Herbert can take. But Herbert, 
smartly, unlike Cam Newton, who he's kind of similar to in size and build, he doesn't look for contact. He don't look to run. He yeah. looks to rip it from the yeah. pocket. Yeah, because he right. knows he's got a killer arm. Moving on. Giants and the Cowboys. Thanks a lot, Giants. I Morons. hope that you didn't pick them. I did. Sweet baby, you just why? And you know you, what? They probably would have competed if they didn't lose. To pick the Cowboys. They probably would have won. They probably could have competed had they not lost six of their starting offensive players. Yeah, including the quarterback. Yeah, Daniel Jones probably he, I, you know, hopefully for his sake he's awake because I've seen concussions in the sport of football. I've never seen one t- to that kind of degree. You know what I'm saying? We had to take the medical card out. Obviously, Slaquan Barkley had the chicken nugget, as I called it, on his ankle already. Oh, like, he boy. took the sock off, and boy, his ankle to look like my fist sticking out from his ankle. That young man could not stay healthy. I Dude, don't know if he's That whole jinxed. team couldn't stay healthy Bro, today. it was Daniel Jones. It was um, Shepard. Um, yeah, it's everybody, man. I, it was literally. Close your eyes and it pick. Was Saquon, Daniel Jones, Kenny Galladay. That's honestly Shepard. what it was. The football gods today just closed their eyes and said, this one. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, yeah. you know, honestly, though, I feel bad for the Giants. But then deep down, I'm like, eh, it's the Giants and New York just kind of sucks at sports. Like, New York has been, they had won a title in that city in a decade. And I'm so tired of, you know, hearing them being the capital of the sports in America. Shut up. Well, I, you know, I don't, I don't mind New York losing. I just wish they didn't lose to Dallas. So I, I'm hey, done. Did you t- ever I'm, pick Dallas in any scenario? No. Well, well, I got some more bad news for you. Um, <laughs> Dak Prescott has continued to tear the league up with three hundred two and three touchdowns. His time's coming. Um, based on what? Besides your biased opinion, it's not uh, biased. It's coming. He's already forgot upon. that he got hurt. He's already. He running. should forget. You he, should no, forget. He's already running the same. He wasn't running that way at the beginning of the season. He's got cocky again. Big hits coming. Don't forget who you're playing against. They might not be playing great defense right now, but Chase Young is still Chase Young, and Sweat is still Sweat, and that ankle is still weak. And when them boys meet up, he's going to be right back on the sidelines. And after, I can't wait. I saw Dallas play After today. he's I put up 38 really points well. on him in the fourth quarter. Huh? I who? thought Dallas played really well today. Dallas they ain't going to score Dallas, 38 points on him in the fourth quarter. Dallas going to drop a 35-piece on y'all. Okay, and we'll score 36. If y'all score 36, y'all's defense is going to give up north of 42. Not happening. We're they got Ezekiel. Okay, y'all can't compete against When has it ever sun. mattered when, it was, when it's between Washington and Dallas? I don't care how okay. good one of them is and how bad the other one is. That game is going to be 14 to 15, 35, 34, 48, 47. I mean, y'all play like the last, what, hey, um, hey we could two of the year. Yeah. It's going to so always be. Away. Yeah, watch. But that. they hung another 40 piece up on the Giants. So I'm telling yeah. you right now. You know, their offense is probably the best all around in the NFL right now. Oh, get out of here. You ain't, no, they've got two 1A wow, running back. Bro. Ezekiel. Okay, well, who's better? The Chargers. The Buffalo Bills. Okay, hey, name two running backs from the Chargers. Cardinals. Name two running backs from the Cardinals. I don't need to name two running backs. That's the point. I can sit here and name Ezekiel Elliott, and Tony Pollard, Pollard Marvin Cooper, Michael Gallup, um, Lamb, Schultz. You got, like, I don't like Dallas either. I understand your hatred for I don't care for Dallas. Right. But right now, they're that not the offense best all around is offense. ripping. Okay. They're, I mean, they're blowing teams out right now. They're just blowing them out. You know, and they hung neck-to-neck neck with Tampa. Did they? <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, they so, lost about three. That's neck-to-neck neck with Tampa. Dude, all right. So, Dak Prescott, so far this year, has a 73.94% completion. Great. That's nuts. 165, uh, see, 122 for 165. Um, hey, 10 touchdowns and two picks. 13 touchdowns. 
Oh, that's counting today. Three picks. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. That's still pretty good. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, and their defense is improving. That, that's been Dallas's problem for quite some time, anyways. That defense stuff, having Michael Parsons. I don't know why over. we keep talking about well, these. Well, I'll tell you what. The only thing that that I'll say based on what I'm looking at for for previous years, um, he gets sacked a lot. Who Dallas? Uh, Dak. Yeah, he gonna get hurt. So he's already got nine. And I year. like last that. year he had ten. I want Dak to get to a he better team. He also missed team. all of last year. Right. The year before, he had twenty three. The year before that, fifty six. I want Dak to get to a better 23 team. Twenty three is a bad average. Yeah, I really do. Before that, thirty-two. <laughs> that's kind of. I mean, that's two a game. I, I, I want. I want yeah. Dak to get to a better team. I really do. You no, that ain't it. You don't want to have to play Dak twice a year because yep. you know what's coming. He he, he just ain't don't that good, dude. He doesn't. He, doesn't, he wants Dak to move so he can not cheer have for to Dak. cheer yeah. for Dallas. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to cheer for Dallas one way or the other. I would have cheered for Dallas today had I seen them play like dude, that before. Listen to me. Them. Well, I'm just going to keep my mouth. No, I'm not. I mean, I'm just going to be honest on this show. They can all burn in hellfire and brimstone (laughs) where they deserve to all be. Hey, do you think hell really exists? If it does, Dallas (sighs) is going. While Washington (laughs) is up there with Abraham. Chris is like, yeah, we're going to break. Like, we (laughs) got me off mid-thought. was like, nope, let's ease up on out of here. Still got two more games to talk about it before I pick for next week. Well, right now, Dallas is – Dallas has more wins than everybody in your division. Dallas has more wins than everybody in their division, and they always start off really good, and then they always suck. Well, at least they start off really good. Y'all can't even say that. Yeah, we always end up winning that division. So shit in. Y'all have won it one time. Thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour of Third Eight here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. When we get back, we're going to finish these pick reviews with myself, Brandon, and Chris, and jump right into picks for the future week that's coming up, and hopefully Dallas loses. Wrong. Nobody's going to touch that one, boy. It's like me on Prime. Yeah, I'm not going to turn it because me turning this like the movie point on Earth, and I just ain't got time for all that. Yeah, give me something I, I can like say. game show is now on the ball before the five points up for grabs. I would just leave my headset on the table and leave. Third and eight is back. Hey guys, so welcome back here to Throwing It on Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. There's one more game to cover on our Week 5 slate. And it's the 49ers, the Cardinals, and the Cardinals, the last undefeated team, the NFL, moving to 5-0 with Baby Yoda under center, the all-world talent one, Mr. Kyler Murray. I love it. L-O-V-E. Love, 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 Grease love, Lightning. Love. Do you think they can go 17-0? No. No. Okay. No football team is. I mean, Miami did it with 14, but... Are y'all going to win seven? No, I'm just playing with you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> now I'm just, every time he says something, I'm just going to dig into his ribs a little bit. Man, I got number Dang. level for you over here. But Trey Lance obviously made his first starter today with Gucci Garoppolo being out, as usual. Like, it's two quarterbacks every year that you just know, hey, coming into the season, he probably going to miss at least one or two. Yeah, it's like running back with Mozart. That's fair. It, it, well, actually, you know what? It's one roster in football. You know, <laughs> at least four or five starters going to get San hurt. San Francisco. I don't know if it's the training staff over there or what is going on. If they need, like, some, you know, hey, Tom Brady, um, uh, what's that stuff here on the TB12 method? Try something. You know, it's not lost on me that wherever Kyle goes, this happens. It happened to RG3. It happened to Garoppolo. That's now a fair Ryan point. was banged up a little bit. That, that's a – like, I didn't – yeah – He's the curse. Of, hey, can you go coach Tampa for two years? 
put Tom out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The Tom will break his curse, bud. Tom is the curse breaker. Well, he's well, yeah, he's a lot of things. But hey, Trey Lance obviously got his first start. He had 89 yards on the ground at 192 in the air and one touchdown. His first professional start going on the road against you know what I'm saying a very good team. Looked like trash, huh? He looked trashy. He had like close to 300 all-purpose yards as a rookie in his first start. What else do you want? I mean, he was better than Tua. Does that what make else you feel you, better? I mean, I mean, so was I today. Right. I mean, what else do you want? Uh, 90 yards was, on the ground at 192. More than what, 10 points? Is that what he put up? 10? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see an offense produce more than 10 points with Kyle Shanahan as the coach and play caller. Okay, they put that on Kyle Shanahan because they had no running backs. Elijah Mitchell was a leading rusher after Trey Lance with nine carries to – uh, Skewing to 43 yards. Next lead in Russell was a wide receiver, Deba Samuel. One rush for 13 in the touchdown. And we're going to put it on the coach because players can't produce. I'm going to put it on the training staff because all the running backs is hurt. <laughs> like, they got three of them that's out. Just saying. Lance is going to be your all important weapon at this point. Like, Trey Lance is your quarterback and your running back. And that and that's He'll not be a record for success. Week 10. That's my point. It's not a proven recipe to, you know what I'm saying, to win games unless you're Kyler Murray, which even he died back in the rushing today. He didn't have a one yard rushing. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. He dialed it back. Yeah. And really, that front four of San Francisco is easily top three in the league. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, their front four is tremendous up front. I think that's why he dialed it back, because he didn't want to get popped. That's smart on his behalf. Yeah, I'm yeah, the same I, thing. I, I a, yeah, I mean, I'm not mad at him for it. Now, like I said, the Cardinals moving on today, going to 5-0. Congratulations, Cardinals. Y'all playing great. Yeah, the D-Hop is the best receiver in football, in my opinion. He had 87 yards and a tutty today. He had some crazy, crazy catches on the sideline. But I like their blacked-out uniforms. They yeah. were nice. Is that the Cardinals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are probably some of my favorite, like, you know, hey, black, you know, um, hey, uniforms in the league. As yeah, far I like theirs. Because some teams just do, like, real weird color rust, like the Jaguars do, the Honey Mustard. I like their color rust. just look like a Christmas tree. It's just, it, I like, it's the, unsettling to the eye. I thought the Cardinals would have come out with more points. Uh, it's well, a division game in San Francisco. San Francisco's got a really good defense, yeah. They're very solid on defense, and most of the time the division games are neck and neck, Davis huh. Mills style. Um <laughs> And I That's mean, a just, lot of neck, brother. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, what are you going to say? This was a grinder. Oh God! Uh, he 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 had to sneak one more in there, didn't he? He couldn't help himself. It was almost you pick a, up a sponsor that does subs. You know they call yeah, them grinders, yeah. up north, right? Yeah. We're going to be in so hey, much trouble. It was almost like Earl Meyer was there or something. It was just oh my God! All right, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> um. So there, there is a game Poor that, guy. that we have not discussed yet. We're waiting on it to finish up. Bills Chiefs. Bills Chiefs. And uh, I'll give you a little insight while we're sitting here. I can't we all picked the Bills. Yeah. And we were all looking we, correct. Right we did. Now. We are all looking correct. Uh, they are not Ooh. looking good on offense today. I, I've not seen a whole lot of their defense, but uh, their offense is not looking good. <sighs> uh, Brandon, do you have a score update on that currently? It's 10 to 24. That's what I was seeing. I wanted to be sure. 118 left in the second half. So you sure Kansas City's going to win second the division? Quarter. You ready to concede? No, I'm not ready to concede. Who do I look like to you? I ain't ready to concede nothing until the last game. So they still <laughs> at play each other at the end of this game today, they're going to be two and three. <laughs> Kansas, ah, look, ah, look, Kansas City's going to be at halftime. Look, it ain't over Kansas City's going to be two, be two and, and fourteen. Kansas City's going to be two and fourteen. The Browns are going to be like they can still do this. They will be two and three at the end of this game. Now I will tell you next Damn, week they will be three and four <laughs> or three and three at the end of that game next week. Yeah, they're playing the Redskins. Uh, I know. Kansas City is going to finish. I'm on, sorry, Jason. So nothing to do with that. Hold on. <laughs> this is something you would have never convinced a single soul of after week five. Kansas City is going to be dead last in the division after L.A., after uh, Oakland. 
you know what I'm saying, I'm done correcting myself, and Denver. It's they're not going to finish dead last. I said after week five, mathematically, after week five, you know, they're going to be finished dead last yeah. if, you know, Pat Mahomes don't pull one out of his butt, which would not really shock anybody. I don't think the issue tonight is Pat. I could be wrong, but it looks like his O-line is a, is a problem mm. currently. Shocker. All right. It's almost can like we move on to picking next week? We can. We're so ready to get done with this week. Congratulations, you two, you guys. Um, you tied with six games apiece this yeah. week. We really need to come up with a way for a tiebreaker. You want a fist fight? <laughs> Not uh, a lot, but I'm how good. do we want to do that? Y'all want to start you guessing <laughs> um, overall points in each game? That oh, no, way we no. can have a, well, that's not an know, opportunity honestly, I'm going to have to win. Honestly, if you're tied at the end of the Sunday games, um, you want to just pick the final score in the Monday night game and the one that's oh, the closest God. gets it. I mean, that's the best way to do it to me. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I think the Ravens are going to beat the Colts tomorrow. How much? Yeah, what's the score, though? No, hold on. You can't do that. You can't do that because Monday night picks goes into the next week. Okay. So what's the final score of the Sunday night game then? Yeah, but that's already halfway. Chiefs Bills? Yeah. What's the final score? How about we just keep a running tally going into next week? Because we hadn't been keeping score for the past three weeks. No, we hadn't. So this would be a good time to start keeping a running count. Yeah. That's fine. I don't care. I mean, we can do it week by week. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, me and Brandon won this week, and you lost. I mean, we we can say it, number of wins versus number of losses. I'm good with that. That's not how that works. Why? Because you lost? No, yes. but because there can only be <laughs> one winner. Well, this week there's one loser. <laughs> are we going to go back? I love a Chris gets snappy. It's kinda, are we going to go back and check all the other games that we picked from the previous weeks? If Chris wants to do that in his free time, he can help himself. But guess who's not going to go do that? All right, so fine. As of right now, <laughs> what are we going to go Chris from? Chris and Brandon are up one. This week four, so y'all are up at six with six victories sure. and five losses. All right. So. All right. So Monday night's game, Colts-Ravens. I'll go ahead and call out one of the Ravens. The Ravens will be four and one at the end of that game, and the Colts will be one and four at the end of the game. Brandon, your thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. The Colts are a plus seven. Um, if I were a bet man. I would take the Ravens and the points. Um, I don't think Indianapolis has enough on the offensive line to stop the front three of Baltimore. As you know, they typically run a 3-4 defense up there in Baltimore, which I cannot stand because they execute it so well. It is hard to defeat. It is. I think Carson Wentz is going to be under pressure all night. If he wants to, he should get him a foam pillow, a nice comfortable blanket, (laughs) and probably an air mattress of six. That way he has a soft spot for his ankles when he lands. I don't think we have enough offensive skill power to go toe-to-toe with Baltimore. I think Lamar Jackson is going to be the best player on the field overall, as he typically is in most NFL games. And I think that they're going to roll us by 11, 28-17. I don't know that you guys don't have the offensive power to to put up points against them. I just don't know that you have the defensive power to stop Lamar from running it down your throat. So, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Ravens, although I think Jonathan Taylor will have a good game. All right. I hope so. That brings us to the Thursday night game: Bucks at Eagles. Ooh, I'm over here trying to pull up the schedule, and Chris over here doing the Lewis. Yeah, I've work. already got. I got it. Bro. Yeah, we good, man. Uh, I've already read it off to Jason and everything. What do you think, Chris? Uh, Bucks and Eagles. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going Bucks. Bucks. Brandon Bucks. Bucks. And you ain't dumb enough to go Eagles. So go ahead and write a B. You ain't. Yeah, Bucks. Yeah. yeah I was about to say. 
Pow, Sway. Hey, Chris, so where are all the music at the far pick Oh, so, oh I'm a bad person. You slacking, I'm though. I'm slacking it. bad. I'm so sorry, fellas. It's okay. Here it comes. My bad. Oh, this is wrong music. My apologies. That, it's not okay. that. It's not the Kirk Cousins. Oh, sorry, music. you're right. Dolphins right. and the Jags. Dolphins, Jags. Uh-oh. You don't really lose that game, America. <laughs> <laughs> so the Dolphins come in 1-4. Jaguars coming in 0-5. Oh, Owen showing up. Um... I think they're going to keep Owen on their team for another week. I think it's going to be Dolphins. I'm going Dolphins. I agree. Fins. Yep. Jason? Do we know how long Tua's out? Jags. He has a possibility of coming back next week. All right, I may switch. I hope he comes back. Because <laughs> I'm he pulling comes for back, the, I'm switching. Hey, I'm picking the Jags. So I really hope Tua's there. Okay, so I want to be clear. I have a conditional vote. If two is there, I'm voting Jaguars. Okay. If two is not there, I'm voting Dolphins. All right. I just I, I want to be. I clear even marked it on the sheet. I have a conditional vote. Uh, Washington Chiefs. I I I wish I could vote differently, but I have to go Chiefs. Brandon. Yeah. As bad yeah, as they what? look tonight, I got to go Chiefs. Chiefs. I don't think it's going to be a big spread. I'll say uh, difference of no more than two touchdowns. That's a huge spread. That's a huge spread. Not my personal opinion for the way you play. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going with Washington. We're going to beat them at home. Really? I don't think so. Yeah, our our offense can put up a bunch of points on that weak defense of theirs. And their, their offense is going to put up points on ours, but I, I feel like our defense, regardless of how well it's performed, is a better defense than theirs. So right now, if uh, you know, um, what's the point the, spread? If yeah, the placing bets is yeah. your sort of thing. Right now, there is no point spread right now on the Chiefs Washington game for next week because they're winning on the Lions to finish from tonight's game. Uh, okay, so we'll um, have that here in the next. Jacksonville is plus three. If that is your thing, and what's the other game that we've gone over, Jason? Bucks and Eagles. Bucks for the sure. Bucks and Eagles. Um, scanning, 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 scanning. I see nothing. So Colts no. and Rams. We know it's going to be the Bucks. Colts and Rams is uh, Monday. Yeah. Next week's is Colts and Houston. So we got Rams and Giants. You got Rams and Giants. Ooh, Giants at the plus ten and a half. I'm still taking the Rams on the points. I'm taking the Rams. Yeah, I'm taking the Rams plus the points. Good night. I'm taking the Rams because the Giants ain't gonna have nobody to show up. Exactly. I'm gonna have to start at left guard for them next week. <laughs> I'm with the Rams too, man. I'm not having many opportunities to disagree with you guys. All right, Texas and the hey, Colts. Here we go. Paul, do you, does do either of y'all have anybody from the Giants on your fantasy team? Yes, uh, Shepard. My condolences. He's out. No. Oh, hey, real quick, though, if you're interested in uh, <laughs> excuse me, the money lines and the spreads and whatnot, uh, if you want to make some easy money next week, that the Bucks, uh, excuse me, the Bucks are only <laughs> minus seven against Philly. I'm taking Bucks in the points. I'm placing ten. Go ahead. <laughs> you might lose your money on that one. No. Texans, Colts. Here we go. Ooh, the Colts are minus ten as the favorite right now. Uh, hey, give me Houston and the points if I'm picking the points. Otherwise, give me the Colts so to pull this one out and get their second victory of the season going to two and five. Brandon's going Colts. Texans coming in one and four. Colts coming in one and three. I don't want to pick the Texans. I'm going to pick the Texans. Okay. Uh, yeah, Texans. <laughs> That's going to be the game. Yeah, watch my boys screw me next week. Uh, Bengals and Lions. That really okay. depends on who's there. Well, hold on. Another Three team where Owen favorite. is on the team. Yep. All right. 0-5. Um, and Bengals, 3-2. and two. Uh, you know, Okay. 
is Joe Burrow going to be back next week? That was my question. Because right he's now, not back, who's right now looking at this line? It's a field goal and a half, and that's showing all indications that they don't think Joe Burrow is going to be back. Because with Joe Burrow back healthy, this is a five, easily five and a half point game to me. If I'm picking right now, I'm taking the Lions plus three, but I'm not picking right now as far as Joe Burrow's health. Yeah, let's try, I'll take the Bengals. Do you want a conditional vote? No. Oh, so like oh, so you only get the conditional vote. Fair enough. I don't get the conditional vote. We give Chris one conditional vote. Oh, I get a rookie vote. Yeah, <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah, give me the Bengals, Chris. Um, see, that's a tough one because I I really would hope the Lions wouldn't go zero and six. Um, it's been done before. I know. I know. They've went zero and sixteen once. Yeah, I, I know. And won fifteen two others. Far away. The Bengals looked decent. Aside from the field goal kick. They're a good team. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, if it comes down to a, uh, a kicking situation, I'm taking the lines. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'll go Bengals. So, here's my deal. <laughs> I love Dan assessment. Campbell. Um, I like the Lions. I want them to win. They're, the all, they're an underdog team. They fight hard. But here's my thing with the Lions. They had that close defeat to the Ravens, and it killed their morale a little bit, and they played – very poorly the next week. They just lost to the Vikings in the same manner. Yeah. So I think they're going to play poorly this week. So I'm going to go with the Bengals, although I really do hope I'm wrong, and I hope the Lions win. I would like to see the Lions win, I agree, but I think – so we all pick Bengals, right? Uh, no, yeah. no, you went Lions. Yeah, yeah, you went Lions, me and him went Bengals. No, because you was concerned about the figgle kicker. Yeah. No, that was a legit joke. I oh, was, oh, I was, oh, oh, okay. I was, Bengals, I was glad Bengals. you corrected that early. <laughs> I, I was Bengals, yes. Uh, all right, Packers and Bears. Packers. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> uh, he's, oh, my. You went for Bears? Yeah. Based on today's performance, I'm going to go Bears. No, I said Packers. Oh, sorry. I, I'm going to go Bears. Packers. Uh, Packers. Yeah, go Packers Bears. are minus four right now. That's your thing. Even with the excuse me, the line with Packers minus four, I'm taking Packers plus the points. So definitely give me the Packers on the money line here. Yes. All right, I want Bears. Oh, here's a good one. Here's the good one. Chargers, Baltimore. Good Lord. Chargers and Ravens. Three and a half point favorite right now is Baltimore, which is strange enough for me. Give me the Chargers and the points all day long if you're a betting man, and that is your kind of thing. The Chargers plus three and a half all day long, easy money next Sunday, and the Chargers are going to pull away at excuse me on the road at Baltimore though with the W. I'll take the Chargers, young man. I'm agreeing with Chargers. The over unders at fifty. Also take the over. Go ahead and ask because the answer's Panthers. I'm not. Done. Oh, oh, sorry, I forgot you didn't vote yet. You know. Just put down Chargers, man. Come on. The Ravens have a way of finding holes in people's defenses because of Lamar's legs. It's not going to shock me that the Ravens win. I'm no, However, but. what I will tell you is I don't think the Ravens are going to find holes in this Chargers defense. So I'm going Chargers too. Yeah. Vikings and Panthers. Panthers. And Panthers. Goodness, he come in with the <laughs> quickness and just Panthers, Panthers, Panthers. Two and three Vikings, three and two Panthers. I gotta go Panthers. I didn't wow. look. Here's here's why. Because I didn't see the Panthers play, but I saw the Vikings. Good enough. <laughs> I'll take the Panthers. <laughs> you might as well spit in your face. <laughs> go ahead, Brandon. I agree. <laughs> Panthers. 
Hey, what would Vegas say if if you were to look Vegas at Vegas? Vegas will say pick the em. Vikings is going to win. That's a pick 'em game right now. Huh. So right now, those two teams. We are got Nick a better backup running back who's starting in Madison. We got a better quarterback. Who is we? I'm sorry, I, the yeah. Vikings. Jason's like sports Judas. I'm not sports Judas. <laughs> Minnesota's my second team. He's, he's, we got a better quarterback. Our two starting wide receivers are better. <laughs> Our defense is playing as good as. He's he's polyartsy or. Yeah, poly- polygamous. Polyam- yeah. A polyamorous. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of the word for sport. Yeah, polysportist. Whatever. Cardinals or Browns? Ooh, another good okay, one. Okay, so weird fact here. Arizona is the only undefeated team in the NFL, and they're a two-and-a-half-point dog right now. It's Cleveland, the minus two-and-a-half. Arizona is the underdog. Give me Arizona two-and-a-half. Number, give me Cleveland outright to get the dub. Arizona's win, uh, excuse me, winning streak ends next Sunday I'm at going, 4.05. I got Cleveland. Cleveland on the W as well. Woo! Rolex wearing. They were Steeler good today. They just weren't good enough. I'm taking Cardinals into points next week in my parlay. Talk to me. If you're somebody will yeah. take it. On somebody will yeah. take. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. If the Browns lose this game, the season's over. Yeah, they're honestly their their road to the playoffs and their road to a Super Bowl is done. They won't recover mentally. Yo, if you never mind, I'm not gonna say nothing on that. That's These third. spreads are looking very good early on. The Cardinals, however, if they lose, they're done too because this is their modus operandi. Really good first half, sucky second half. I'm going Browns. I'm going Browns. So we all went Browns, right? Yep. Raiders and Broncos. This is a must. Hey. It's hey. a most win for both teams. Yeah. Did, did it Have the Raiders reached rock bottom and they're going to – Start the incline back, or is it going to stretch out another week? Y'all tell me. They're both three and two. Um, I really want to see the Raiders win. I really don't know based on today's performance. That was pitiful. Um, yeah, it's, as somebody said previously, you're weak. You out of control. <laughs> you become an embarrassment to yourself and everybody else. I love everybody this else. so much. I, I don't. I don't know, man. I want the. Ra- Do I go with my head or my heart, Jason? Go with your heart. Heart says Raiders. All right, Brandon. Go with your head. Who's playing? <laughs> I'm sorry. Raiders I'm Broncos. Money lines. Uh, yeah, the Raiders are plus three. Give me the Raiders and the points, and I'll take the Raiders for the win as well. I do think that the Raiders are going to bounce back. This oh, yeah, they're going to cover them three points. Hey, real quick while we're here. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. You feel You're what I'm saying? Cowboy, allegedly. Cowboys and the Patriots. Go ahead, Chris. Cowboys. All right. By 10 plus. Brandon? 10 plus? Yeah. I don't know that I can go that much, but. They're a three and a half point favorite. New England barely beat the Texans, for God's sake. You I think agree. That's what I was going to say. Now, Absolutely not. So that, okay, so here's what I'm trying to figure before I place this vote. Was it a fluke between the Bucks and the Patriots? No. No, I think that was a game where everybody had huge emotional investment. And that's pretty much what you get when you have a huge emotional investment. Okay. So we agree the Bucks should have blown them out the water. Yes. Okay. No. Then on that note, I'm going Cowboys. I'm going the uh, Patriots, and here's why. This is the game that's going to cost him right there. Nope. Here's why I'm going the Patriots. It's Bill Belichick, and he has a thing with rookie and young defenses, and he just shreds them. But Dallas is okay. I think Mac Jones is going to have a 300-plus yard passing game. He's going to perform better against this defense than any other quarterback has performed all year against them. I think they're going to run the ball down Dallas's throat. And I think the Patriots are going to pull it out 21-20. Seahawks <sighs> and Steelers. 
Uh, Geno Smith, no, versus Big Ben Roethlisberger. And hopefully, I put, I honestly, go back one quick. I hope Judon introduces uh, Dak Prescott to the bench again. Go ahead. So, they're both two and three. Seahawks and Steelers. Yeah, the Seahawks are plus four right now. So, the Steelers are the, uh, excuse me, the favorite. Geno Smith. He actually didn't look bad. I'm go Seahawks. Okay. I want to go out and watch this game. If I had to pick one, I would say I – Jesus Christ. Give me Seattle plus the points if I had to pick it that way. Um, just because G- I don't think Geno Smith is a terrible quarterback. I think Geno Smith played for a terrible organization in the Jets a while back when he got drafted out of West Virginia. I think that obviously he is a step down from Russ. I don't think that's huge. You know, hey, breaking news going forward. Um, you know what? Being showed life today, man. They give me Pittsburgh. I too will roll with Pittsburgh because I think that the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers has too many offensive weapons for a struggling Seattle defense, and Seattle's saving grace and their quarterback is not there any longer. That's our picks for next week. Alrighty, there wasn't much disagreement again. Uh, that so Cowboys Patriots pick is gonna come back to bite you in the butt. It will not. <laughs> it will it. not. Yeah, it will. Um, I'm gonna slide. I'm gonna slide into a, taking the lead because of that pick. I don't know about all that. Hey, we jump into a break? Yeah, sure, we can. Far away. Is that what we're doing? We're almost yeah. obligated. It's 23 minutes in. Oh, you're <laughs> right. All right. Hey, thank you, Van Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour, third date here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. When we get back, what are we doing? Food? Oh, yeah, they got some special plan for tonight. But food? Hungry. Food, and uh, we may or may not talk about the Chiefs game. Oh, yeah, uh, depending on where which, they end up at. Yeah. Boy, when they went to halftime, FYI. They were 13 to 24, I think. Is that right? Oh, that's sweet. We'll fight back. They're closing the gap. Uh, I don't think they're going to completely close it. Well, I'll tell you what. You let hey, you let old Kermit hang around, Kermit will beat you. I'm, I'm telling you. you right now. That boy dangerous. But Kermit's not the problem. It's all the Muppets around him. Sometimes he gets <laughs> hurt. Hey. <laughs> we call them the Muppets. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that was a good one. I know. <laughs> like, where did he come from? Thank you. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Uh, hey. I might not know football, but I know the Muppets. Hey. <laughs> I will see you guys on the flip side. Tell me something else that happened in Arizona. Not even a great. There's something you feed a hummingbird and a fat one of that. There's a substance there that resembles This is the stuff that just made Soda. after they made hot dogs. Third and eight is back. Hey guys, and welcome back here to Throwing It on Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. It's finally it's back. We ain't had a full segment in the past couple weeks, though, for that. We all apologize. Mostly my fault. I hadn't really been. My doctors digging. appreciated it. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> I'm down another two and a half pounds. You know, um, I found them. The NFL is starting to steal our, our show programming. Yeah, did you notice that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Peanut butter and jelly ratios. Their, yeah, they just tried to talk about food during halftime. I didn't appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. In is it white bread or wheat bread? Is it grape jelly or strawberry? Shut up. First of For all, if you eat wheat bread, you're an animal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, not on the PB&J. That's just. Yeah. You want to no. go eat cardboard, just say it. <laughs> right. Talk to me. So, so what is the appropriate ratio of peanut butter? Fitty, fitty. Half and half. Thank you. See, I think you would give like, I don't know. I think. Or 46 to jelly. Yeah. No, uh, half and half or, or 40, 60 jelly. It, it, 40, 60 no. if it's creamy peanut butter, 50, 50 if it's crunchy peanut butter. Creamy or crunchy. That. Hey, creamy I, I or like crunchy. them both. Me I li- too. I like crunchy a little bit better, but I like them both. Yeah. 
That's what I was going to say. And yeah. I better have a cold Same. glass of milk. He needs milk. some milk. <laughs> oh, and it be better be white bread. Oh, uh, well. What bread? What color bread you like on it? I mean, not wheat. Honey yeah. wheat straight, but straight wheat, no, yeah, sir. Whole honey wheat on a peanut sense. butter jelly? Honey wheat's good bread. Not on peanut butter and jelly. Honey wheat is good bread when you do uh, banana and mayonnaise. You ever had mayonnaise and peanut butter? Or excuse me, the peanut butter and banana. Oh, yes, yes. Oh. I've had the peanut butter. You eat mayonnaise and peanut butter, you a tough soul, boy. That's Civil War soul. I was style. just thinking, I was like, oh, I bet you'd be pretty good, well. to be honest with you. You know who's not going to ever find out? <laughs> hey, we should try it next week. Yep. <laughs> I'll try it. Y'all should try it next week. I agree. I'll try it. All right, you bring should. it. I got it. It's Duke. Duke's mayonnaise and of course it's Jiffy, gonna be peanut butter, peanut butter. It's Peter either going to be Dukes and, and Jiff or Dukes and Peter Pan. Y'all ever yeah. had the peanut butter and that marshmallow fluff and grilled it in butter? No. There's a region I'm 300. <laughs> but I will <laughs> tell you this. I am thinking Close. crunchy peanut butter would be worse with mayonnaise <laughs> than creamy peanut because butter. Because you would confuse the crunchy mayonnaise texture. Oh, yeah. that is disgusting. <laughs> no, no, look, look, look. It's lemon milk. No, no, honestly. Have you, so peanut butter and, and uh, banana is pretty good. Oh, yeah, that slaps. But have you had Duke's with banana? Yeah. Oh, my God, it's delicious, ain't it? Yes. Oh, my Dukes God. with anything Hot delicious, aside from potentially peanut butter. Hey, I'm going to try it, man. I'm going to give it a shot. It could be delicious. I mean, Duke's and a tomato with salt and pepper. Man, I've had just Duke's mm. with a slice of cheese on white bread and thought I've it was amazing. I've had Duke's with just bread. How about that? Yeah, me too. Oh, man. Mayonnaise sandwiches? Yes, sir. Yeah, don't they? Hey, didn't you, you want to get you want to get, get bougie? You throw that uh, you know quarter-inch thick piece of tomato on there with some salt and pepper, <laughs> boy. A summertime sandwich? Oh, no There's a little shape. place in person. A little a little hole in the wall sandwich shop out sandwich. just just slight past uh, <laughs> Roxboro right past Roxboro uh-huh. that does tomato sandwiches like that it'd be a half inch thick slices of tomato on some sl- you know smothered Duke mayonnaise on some white bread yeah. boy God you know, Almighty cut on that like music but uh-oh. in no shape form or fashion am I, I ever gonna eat a mayonnaise sandwich yeah times ain't never been that hard for me Duke's mayonnaise times ain't never been hard enough for stick. what. Fresh. Oh my god, dude, you crazy! I'll eat mayo. Look at me, look at me. Half inch thick layer of Duke's mayo smothered across some white bread with some salt and pepper drizzled over top. I got thirty five cent for a tomato. No, we're good. (laughs) Tom's in that bad jet, boy. Let me tell you something, man. You had a tomato tool. It's all that. Speaking of delicious things, what have you in front of you? It's crumble cookie. Um. Uh, the friend of Crumble mine, Cody, uh, was on Snapchat a couple nights ago, and she had this on her Snapchat story. Um, uh-huh. All of you guys who know Snapchat, you know, you know what the stories are. And these look delicious. And it was a pack of four for $12. I like the boxing, first yeah. off. I well, like the boxing, and I like their logo. Oh, yeah. Just the throw it out logo. there. It's neat. I, yeah, well, Whatever's I in here is heavy. Four. I brought you two. <laughs> Or it's gum style, I eat some. Now, there's two cookies in yeah. here? And look, two cookies. look, I looked at them earlier. Go ahead and unbox that bag. Oh, my God, dude. This thing oh is heavy oh for God. two cookies. Mm. Oh, my God. Mm, so good. So, for reference mm. style, so I ain't got germs. That is my hand. That is the cookie. How much does this box right. cost? Now, 12 bucks for four. Oh, well, I mean, hey, that's $3 worth of cookie right there. Yo, yeah. Look at you this thing. You can freeze it and use it as a Frisbee. That's my God, dude. <laughs> that. Now that is what chocolate and cheese strawberry yeah. cheesecake. Hey, chocolate cookie strawberry cheesecake. That actually yeah. looks that's more a like chocolate just chip. a cheesecake. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a hefty cookie. All right, so how are we gonna sample these? Which one y'all wanna do first? We got a knife? No, fool, we got our hands. You got fingers the way Uga, Lord intended it. All right, <laughs> so we're gonna go caveman style. Oh my god. Unga bunga. All right, so Chris. Give me that little one now. 
Oh, which one? Oh, he gonna toss me one. Here we go. Hold on, I'm gonna wear this. Oh my word! All right, Chris. Man, there is a half a pound of cookie in a quarter. All right, he caught his cookie. Congratulations, Chris. I could have died. You look like DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> Good God. This is huge. Like, yeah. thick. Not just wide, but thick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I've been that way for quite some time. Thanks. That's pretty good, too. It's, okay. kind of, it's a little doughy. It's a, Yeah. So, I did not get a lot of chocolate chip in mine. Mm-mm. I got a lot of cookie, but no. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking. No, I'm, I got found one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I love the boxing. I love the logo. Those two things, solid nines to me. Their marketing department is off the chain. I should know a thing or two about that. But this cookie? It's like a, like a six. Hey, full okay. disclosure, I got these Friday. Okay, it's a cookie. Doofus. I now, boxed them up. That's not fair to them, though. Well, it's not. Eh. All right, but let me tell you this. You see what I have right here in my hand? Yeah. That's all cookie. Yeah. All not cookie enough, Not enough chips. Ain't none of that chip. Yeah. See, they My recommendation it. to you folks is work on your consistency of your chip to dough ratio. Yeah. That's fair. All right. That's very that's fair. It's like True. peanut butter and jelly, okay? Especially for $3. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. you need to be 50 50 or 60 40. That's not, the first one I not had. 10 90. Yeah, the first one I had, it was relatively fresh. That one had more chocolate chips in it than the one I just gave you guys, yeah. I think. Yeah, work on your consistency, Crumble. Other than that, decent. But I'm staying I'm staying at six. Now, I think that cheesecake is going to be delicious. So let's see what we can do with that. Straight up out of the box, I give it an eight, a solid eight. This is gonna be hard to do because like that's that's mushy. Just break it, baby. I'm trying, Jason. There's really nothing I can do for it. Man, that's nasty. <laughs> Just give me that piece. That's so nasty. All right, Chris, I can't throw you this. You can. Nah, he's gonna have to kind of toss oh, it like a yeah, frisbee. Give it a little one. Give it a little one. Yeah, yeah. Ah. I ain't a fan of the cookie, but my god, that yeah. icing, boy. First of all, that icing is super soft. That icing is yeah. delicious. Okay, that is a good cookie. The cookie I don't like. The icing? I like all this. My lord, boy. Can I just get a box of icing? Okay, this is good. This is really good. This is my favorite one, too. I even got a little bit of uh, a Brandon's flesh in here. <laughs> it's a sprinkle. Yeah, okay. By far better than the chocolate chip cookie. Just the cookie? Seven, just the icing, ten, together, solid eight. I would lick that icing, but Brandon done rubbed his fingers all in it. Well, I give the chocolate chip cookie a five, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the, this cookie right here. <laughs> I give this one an eight. But we're close, yeah. I give this cookie an eight. Mm-hmm. That Overall, icing's amazing. They got a six and a half. Mm-hmm. I'll you know what the they could box. do to that right there? If they took some freshly sliced strawberries and, and mixed it in with that, that icing. It would ruin it. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I'm with Chris on this one. Why would it ruin that? You don't stick fruit in cookies. Right. I'm not here for the health. You're crazy, man. You don't like strawberry? As Dale Jr. once said, here for a, a good time. You don't like strawberries. I don't want strawberries on my cookie. You don't eat strawberry shortcake? That's not a cookie. It is a cookie. Cake. That's a cake. It's a cookie. To be fair, this cookie was the size of a cake. Yeah. 
I like green beans. Zach, I well, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Does that cookie have a bread to it? <laughs> okay. Does that cookie have ice into it? Uh, yeah. Okay. One, yes. Now explain the difference between that one and cake. Then uh, was that cookie not density. soft? That was more like a brownie. Was that cookie not soft? Yeah, that's a fair comparison, Chris. That's, that's a cake, man. It's as big as a cake. It's, a little it's more got dense the than components. Something I will say is fresh right strawberries out of the box, on that bad boy bitch. Straight out the box, that chocolate chip was a solid eight. I'm telling you. Uh, no, there's not I'm, enough chip to cook it. Yeah, right here. yeah no. see, the first one I had was better. Okay, okay, I got I ain't it. Never well, then they should be more consistent right. across the brand. That's fair. That's great if that's what you got. But yeah, yeah, what you got was something different. Let me tell you what I want. Whether it was fresh or not, this was. Inadequate I'll, chippage. I'll tell you what I want from them. I want a, I want a strawberry shortcake hookie from them. Because if they can make that strawberry shortcake taste like they did that strawberry icing right there, I buy a whole box. Now tell of me them. this: mm. what was a four pack of them price wise? Twelve dollars. Yeah, yeah. twelve dollars. That's, yeah, That's not bad. That's not bad. Three dollars. And you should have felt the box when it was full. Oh, I bet you this thing weighed two or three pounds. Easy. Yeah. Easy two two and a half. Yeah, because every one of them cookies was a pound a piece. And they don't show it you like you know. Oh side. yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, for sure. So like I think over see y'all's perspective is different than from mine, and that's partially my fault. Um, you know, obviously I had them a little bit fresh. I give overall an eight eight and a half. That chocolate. Strawberry cheesecake cookie is fantastic. Oh, See, I didn't that's get any cheesecake fantastic. flavor out of it. What I got was strawberry. Boy, God Almighty, it was, it was like, amazing. It was almost like strawberry ice cream with a brownie under it. I'm telling yeah. you right now, Boo. Very it, fair assessment. Mm. Did you call me Boo? I did. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. If he was to rub no, that icing, I'm <laughs> denied. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's some good icing. That, I mean, that, that was decent. I went ahead and tasted it after Brandon had his fingers all in it. Yeah, that's where the flavor all... come from. <laughs> Is that why it was salty? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want you to look at me. Mm-hmm. Nah. Speaking of salty, hit that music. Oh, Lord, have mercy. This one? I had nothing. I told him. Yeah. We Actually, can, I do got something. Okay. I told Chris you I had You don't get to choose when you're not old and when you are? All right, go ahead. Old man money's for Brandon. I'm tired of coaches who don't have And by t- I mean coaches that won't go forward on fourth down. You know why I like Frank Reich, who's the head coach at Indianapolis Coast? It's fourth and three on all 40. He's going forward. Uh, who's the coach of Green Bay? The Matt LaFleur. You had fourth and inches. Your figure cricket had missed three consecutive field goals. And instead of trotting out one of the best quarterbacks in the history of pro football and a running back who stopped five in his position and the best wide receiver in football outside of DeAndre Hopkins, you ch- uh, excuse me, uh, walk out 12,000-year-old Mason Crosby who couldn't hit the broad side of a barn today. They believed in him. I didn't. But they did. And they're stupid. And I, I believe Aaron Rodgers when he said he believed in him. But I do not believe Aaron Rodgers when he said he believed in him. Talk to him. And Bill Belichick <laughs> last week caused his team to gain fourth and three with Tyron Brady on the opposite side, not at home. You go for that fourth and three. I'm tired of coaches who want to look at this. The, well, the math says do is no. A gross the math set. says to go for it. The math says, the, I swear to God, if you're past midfield and under fourth and five, just go for it. Which brings just me go to- for it. It's going to be no worse than a bad punt unless it's a pick six Jameis Winston style. Just go for it. Just go for it. And sometimes a pick at the 20-yard line is no different, you know, you know, honestly, than a good punt. Can you hear they that? still got a March 80 on you. Can you hear that old man money music again? Uh-oh. He got something today. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Pesky kids, get off my lawn. I've been waiting since Friday to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. So, 
I don't know how many of you went to high school athletics, but I, I happen to have the distinct pleasure of, of coaching a high school team. Hey, my name Paul. This is between y'all. <laughs> yeah. Here's my complaint. This year, the North Carolina High School Association of Athletics, or whatever you want to say, Athletic Association, decided that, from my understanding, that they were going to align schools' divisional status based off of socioeconomic methods versus just, hey, you have 500 students, you're 1A, you have 1,000 students, 2A, whatever the, the arbitrary number was. So now, because they're doing it off of socioeconomic standards, a school like the one I'm at, who has 600 or less students, is playing not only in a conference it should never play in, but it's playing in a mixed conference. So with 600 or less students, we're not a 1A school like we should be. We're a 2A school. But we're not just a 2A school. We're a 2A school playing in a 2A, 3A conference. What does that mean? Well, that leads to games where it's 68 to 6 or 48 to nothing or 41 to nothing. Yeah, I'm available if you need me. Or 71 <laughs> to nothing. Now, all of those scores wasn't my team score, although we were Most blew out were. 68 to 6. Um, you know, that's okay. Uh, let's talk about my conference. Southern Durham. 3A schools in my conference. Uh-huh. I, I happened to the coach for, for the yeah, I happened to coach for Granville Central. We they had were the six. six for the record. Yeah. We had our first lead Friday night of the season. In the first 10 seconds? 10 seconds of the game. They <laughs> no, they got it in the first 10 yeah. seconds. Yeah, and we they held lost it. it in, on in, the 11th second. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and remained yeah. in the loss. Then the real Southern Durham showed up, and the next 68 <laughs> points went unanswered. Now, I will say, it sounded beautiful on the radio. Oh, my God, it, it was. was. Like, there's the kickoff, and Gravel Central grabs the kickoff, takes it into the end zone, gets six points. Now, why didn't y'all get to seventh? What happened? Uh, well, our field goal kicker, God rest his soul, looked like Mason Crosby. Um, <laughs> look, hey, shout out to Trent Harrington. Amazing job on that return. You've been doing an amazing job. I'm proud of all of our players. We are a small school uh, team of sophomore and freshmen playing against 3A schools that are seniors, and we're we're not scared. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Um, but it does bother me that you're now bringing socioeconomics into, divi- into school divisions for athletics. What does how much a kid's parent make have to do with how big their school is and the available player pool that they have. I have 600 students at my school. No matter how much their parents makes, I still only have 600 students at my school. So my player pool selection is going to be different than a school with 1,200 students. Okay, what I'm hearing you say is Zach Wilson. Right, <laughs> but we don't have. You know, I just I feel that there's a what lot does of how that much money his parents have have to, to do, do with, with the way it. Yeah. Right, so like you know, I feel like there's a lot of schools. I'm looking at some of the scores this year from across the high school, North Carolina high school athletics, and it's there's these big blowout yeah, games. There don't appear to be good matchups. Yeah, they're, all they're through, very unevenly matched. It's crazy, man. Yo. Seriously, all across the board, it's that bad? It's across the board. You look at the games just from Friday night. You had one team score 91 points in a high school game. That's freaking basketball, That's dude. When, when we're announcing the scores here on Next Door Radio, um, yeah, they're, they're just – they're not evenly matched. There have been, that I can remember, 
four matches, and we've been doing this for four or five weeks now. Yeah. Five weeks. There have been four matches that I can think of that were tied up at some point in the game. The rest of them have just been massive. But the talent disparity can be to that zero. Bad. It is that bad, though, when you have a one a school with 600 students playing a school with 1,200 students. You, Dude, that's yes, twice yes, the player yeah. pool. And they're yes, saying they're yes. even because, well, socioeconomic. What is that? What you mean because... Right. Dude, it's public schools. Kids can play for free. Like, it doesn't cost, you know. So, like, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not making excuses for us. Obviously, I feel like we do a, our coaching staff does a good job instilling these kids. We got good kids. They're young. There's a lot of things that goes into winning and losing in high school. But you don't get to recruit in high school. You can draw specifically from the players you have. And I don't think it's right that a school with 600, 500 or 600 students is having to compete at a conference level. You know, non-conference is one thing, but at a conference level against schools with 1,200-plus students. Make that make sense. I cannot know. It just doesn't make sense to me. I agree with that. So, that's my old man Monday. Look, North Carolina, fix it. Go back to the way it was. Cause I felt it was competitive then. Yeah, there was some blowout games here and there, but man, you that's look a, at the you look at the sports. The the beast in sports it is in insane, man. It is insane. Anyways, that's my old man money for this week. Yeah, I was surprised that you come through with something. But I like that tape, man. That the school system has got to be better across the board. That you know what I'm saying, especially you can start with the academics first, but sports needs to be looked at at seconds. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially when you're dividing it up for sports. Anyways, yeah. I'm not gonna get back down it. Fix it. North Carolina High School Athletic Association. Fix it. Thank you for listening this uh, this uh, this hour. Oh, two hours now. Congratulations, hours. Third Nate. Yes. This two hours of Third Nate here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. Thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for making it possible. We see see you guys next week, same time, same place, to see who's going to get to pick them right and come out on top. I think it's going to be me. Dallas is going to lose. I'm going to be on top again. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>